0: You ready? 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 ready. One shot
1: following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the whispers groups some of these views may not be suitable for children accordingly the producers and hosts of the missy podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the whispers groups Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE Podcast. Tonight, we bring to you Sports Whispers Weekly, where we talk nothing but sports for the duration of the show. A reminder to anybody who is a Survivor fan, Thursday nights, we have the Survivor 43 recap show, where we recap what goes on in the world of Survivor. Uh, We, of course though are on sports whispers weekly tonight uh lou is with me as always yes and lou there's uh, this week is definitely uh it hasn't been one to lack uh to lack news i'll put it that way not at all yeah there's a ton of stuff baseball football yep we got we got uh we we got a whole a whole bunch of things even some uh we'll get into some basketball and some NHL talk as well because there is a basketball uh scandal that has popped up now um oh, but yeah. uh let's start off with quite possibly the biggest story of the week the yes. supermodel couple of Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen are no more as Tom Brady announced earlier this week actually Actually, yesterday he announced that uh, both he and Giselle had divorced after 13 years of marriage. Uh, Basically, he said, we arrived at this decision amicably and with gratitude for the time we spent together. We are blessed with beautiful and wonderful children who will continue to be the center of our world in every way. We will continue to work together as parents to always ensure they receive the love and attention they deserve. We arrived at this decision to end our marriage after much consideration. Doing so is, of course, painful and difficult like it is for so many people who go through Mm -hmm. the same thing every day around the world. However, we wish only the best for each other as we pursue whatever new chapters in our lives are yet to be written. And we kindly ask for privacy and respect as we navigate what is to come in the days and weeks ahead. Thank you with a prayers emoji. Uh, Giselle's, I'm not even going to read hers because hers was pretty much sort of the same thing, uh, but worded a little bit differently. But, uh, you know, Lou, it's, this really has come as a bit of a shock, I feel to, uh, to fans, think so. to, to NFL fans. I think so, because of I the wasn't, fact I wasn't surprised
2: I'm... at all. You weren't? No, I knew there was a problem, you know. I mean, giselle has been hounding him for a year to quit to quit you know, playing and whatnot, and I think it's put a strain on the relationship they had, and I think it's also affected his game as well, so this doesn't really come as a surprise to me at all. I'm surprised that people didn't think it was coming sooner. True. I mean, I mean, it
1: definitely has put a, you know, their, their relationship has been part of the reason yes. why, actually, that uh, he ended up leaving New England was mainly because Giselle wanted to live somewhere warmer because she couldn't take the uh, the cold temperatures of New England. And, you know, it's been With, widely said for, it's been widely said even, even since the beginning that Brady never wanted to leave New England and right. that basically the reason why he left was mainly due to Giselle. To please her. Now now at the same time though there's there's been this other narrative that has gone around I've seen on Twitter that uh Giselle is blaming the the le- the uh leaving of New England on Brady. Mhm. Because because of the fact that Brady was already negotiating, supposedly with the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. right? But you know, reg- regardless, though, uh, according to fr- from everything I've gathered, apparently this has been in the works for quite some time. Uh, Giselle and Brady, even before the se- you know, before the season started, where there was all this talk about. Yeah. Uh, Brady, you know, taking time off during the preseason to take his wife and kids on a vacation yeah, and stuff like that to where he ended up missing, like, what, two to three, like the entire preseason almost because of it. Yes. And apparently it wasn't really – About a vacation, it it was more to do with the fact that they were starting divorce proceedings because shortly after he returned, it was announced they had hired divorce lawyers.
2: That shit hit the fan. So,
1: yeah, you know, I don't think the full story is being told here. I have Mm -hmm. a feeling that there's more – Underneath the surface, compared to what the, to what they're uh, to what they're putting out there in the media, you know I and, can just imagine
2: not only the sports pages, but every rag mag and every tabloid t v show is on this too I'm gonna try the x ray is this first <laughs> right and he, and you know you know the thing the thing is it's it's been no
1: secret. Giselle has always no. talked about how many concussions that Brady has had over the years and everything and how yes she's she's wanted him to retire, but the thing is she's always also been very supportive of him but yet the way she's she's try she's coming off uh she's trying to make herself come off as if she's some sort of victim in this whole thing that Brady is exactly uh that Brady is you know mistreating his family, neglecting his family mm-hmm. because he wants to go play football i mean uh, you know look look at what he did last season i mean uh, you know obviously i'm going to sound a bit uh a bit bad here you know on a human right. level but you know look at the, look at this look at what he did last season he put up mvp numbers now mm-hmm. obviously he retired but the, you you totally. you know how it is when it, when, when you're when you're, when you're a competitive athlete and you have those competitive juices you can't stay retired. You know, I mean some no. can, but if you're a competitor like Brady is, there's no way in hell he was gonna stay retired.
0: No.
1: And it came as a surprise to no one when he announced that he was coming out of retirement to continue playing for the Buccaneers. And apparently I you know, I guess maybe perhaps that is where the straw broke the camel's back, so to speak, yeah Giselle, where uh, Brady had gone back on his word, said he wasn't or he said he was going to stay retired and he ended up going back on his word and uh, coming out of retirement right which I mean I, honestly, he has every right to do so he can he can choose whatever he wants to do you know it's his life. So, and if he feels, I mean, no, nobody knows Brady's body better than himself. And if he feels that he yes. can play for another couple of years, I mean, hell Vinatieri played until he was 48. Granted yes, he, he was a kicker, uh, you know, grant, granted he was a kicker. And that's a completely different story, but right. still, you know, he played until he was 48, uh, there was another. There was an NHL player who played until he was forty eight. I'm trying to remember. I think it, was it Chris Chelios, or was it? I was it Chelios. It was Chelios. Okay, yeah. You know, there there was uh, the, the Chelios played until he was forty eight. So yes, you know, it's uh, an athlete knows their own body. They know when it's time to call it quits, and
2: some just can't. Some just don't, don't want to hang it up. Sometimes they want to hold on to the glory. True,
1: you know there are, there are some occasions
2: where certain
1: athletes don't want to you know don't want to let go, and they just want to keep yeah. going until until they're basically forced into retirement. But yeah, yeah their whole life falls apart then. You know, there's there's now come a question. Has this been the reason why the Buccaneers have been so horrible this season?
3: The fact well, that
2: well, as I said, as know, I said on the other show, um, that you, know, I think sometimes that your personal life can affect how your performances on your on your job performances. You know, whether it be you know an athlete or actor or, or working uh, working in the police force or or anything. I think if you have a you know an unstable um, situation in your personal life, it can affect your it can affect your person, your professional life. Oh, it does. No, this it could can. be a factor. You know, you
1: know, you know, I was I was going to bring it up uh, earlier, but you know, there were so many people talking at the same time that I just uh, right. I couldn't I couldn't really get a word in, and you ended up, you know, you had to continue on. But uh, sorry but, You know bye-bye. what I was going to? Oh no, that's all right. You know, I I kind of figured. You know, there's so many there's so many people talking all at once that you know. Yeah. I mean, the, the, it's only a two-hour show, so uh, there's exactly. only so much that can be put in at once. Uh, but here's here's what I think about about Brady, and, you know, just to, considering the fact that I watched him in New England for so many years, you know. Uh, right. Here's the thing. His numbers yeah. aren't that bad this year. I mean, he started off the first two you know, weeks a little – the first two weeks he started off a little iffy but
0: mm-hmm.
1: i mean he's averaged around 250 or more yards uh yeah. ever since week 3 and he has a total of nine, he has 9 touchdowns and he's only thrown a pick once this whole season so far through 8 games yes uh i mean i'll just oh, read yeah. off uh starting from starting from uh from the first week he threw 212 yards, week one. Week two, he threw 190. Then week three, he got back to his old self, 271. Week four, against the Chiefs, he threw 385, 351. Mm -hmm. You know, then the Steelers, 243, uh, the Panthers, 290. And just this past Thursday night, he threw 325 against the Ravens. So, you know... Is the is the divorce having an effect on him? Maybe, but yeah. at the same time, I think part of it does fall on his teammates as well for as the mm. reason for their struggles this year. Because even though they did, they did yes. have literally their worst loss of the season last week against the Panthers losing 21 to three. And honestly, I don't even, I can't even recall the last time Brady had been only held to three points in a game. A long time ago. I mean, take a look at, take a look at some of these other numbers too. He's been sacked a total of, let's see, six, seven, ten times in eight weeks there's clearly a problem with the offensive line with the banged up offensive yeah. line he's not able to really be the you know the effective passer that he's always been i mean uh his highest quarterback rating was 114.7 which was against the chiefs when he lost 41 to 31 uh, this past week, this past Thursday, he had a quarterback rating of eighty nine point seven,
0: oh, which ha,
1: which isn't it isn't bad, but you know it 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 kind of brings forward the fact that perhaps it, perhaps it's you know the Buccaneers as a whole
0: yeah. that are
1: struggling as opposed to Brady. I mean, they've only scored one hundred and forty six points total. The season so far, right?
2: are halfway towards the season,
1: and that's not all that great. No, it's not all that great. Uh, And actually, you know, I mean, let's compare it to the division. I can't. I'm. I'm, I can't even say this without cracking up. Division leading Falcons have 163. Have 163 points scored. Wow. But. If you look at the Vikings, though, the Minnesota Vikings in the North, they're five and one, but they've only scored one hundred and thirty nine huh. points. So, I mean, you take a look. Yeah. You take a look at a. You take a look at things, and you kind of wonder. Maybe it's not the offense. Maybe it's the defense. It's the defense. I was
2: going to say that. That's I think the it's defense.
1: Yeah. Because they were they were missing quite a few players last night uh, on Thursday night. Let me let me bring this up here real quick. Uh, as far as players they were missing, they had Carlton Davis out with a hip issue, Antoine Winfield Jr. was out with a concussion, Sean Murphy Bunting was out with a quad injury, Akeem Hicks yeah. was out with a foot injury. Oh boy! And then. And then you also add in uh, Cameron Brait, his tight end, was out with a neck issue. Russell Gage oh, yeah. was great. out with a hamstring, and one of his offensive linemen, Luke Godeek, was out with a foot issue. So it's clear the the Buccaneers are definitely very banged up. And they want
0: to raise the force.
1: Yeah, and you know, as as far as where does you know where does this uh, this breakup with Giselle lie in 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 things i think it has been a bit of a distraction for brady but at the same time it's not the root cause of their struggles okay. because i mean the the numbers have been very abnormal for brady you know normally uh, you know this is a guy who threw like i think 42 touchdowns last year Mm-hmm. And it just maybe we're finally seeing the drop off. It has you know,
0: at some and,
1: point
2: and,
1: Yeah, maybe and maybe we're finally seeing the drop off where, yeah, you know, this is where, this is where Father Time finally starts to catch up with Brady, and. Although you know, all things considered, he is averaging around the same completion percentage, uh, around right. sixty-seven point sixty-seven point four percent, which has actually been the best in the past couple of years. Uh, last year, he threw for sixty-seven. He completed 675 percent of his passes with the Bucks. So, you know, m- maybe there's a couple of ways that we can look at this. Either father time is finally catching up with Brady or there may, you know, maybe the divorce is playing a role
2: mm-hmm.
1: or, or a it could possibly be as it could be both or it could possibly be as well, that he doesn't have the same offensive weapons that he used to have. Mm. I mean, let's not forget he did lose OJ Howard. He did yes. lose Rob Gronkowski this uh, this off season. Gronkowski to hire again. Yeah, uh, he does. You know, he does still have the usual suspects: uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, you know, Cameron Brait. but he. You know, they brought in Julio Jones, and let's keep in mind this isn't the same Julio Jones that once. No. Core up the football field. You know, he's been riddled with injuries the last yeah. couple of years.
2: Well, I mentioned this on a previous show With uh, here with you. I I asked this question, as he remember, uh, Like I say, can Brady win without the Gronk? Uh, you know, can they do it? And so far, it look like it's showing. I think maybe this is having an effect, too. You know, when it was Brady and Gronk together, they were the perfect combination. They were able to, you know, do it together and win games. Now, without without right. him, uh, they're they're struggling, so maybe uh, I was right. Yeah, I mean it is
1: possible. It is possible that perhaps you know uh, the absence of Gronk is—I I don't know if I would say exposing Brady, but because let, let's face it, you know, there's not really any there's not really any ways for for uh, for them to be exposed. For, for them to expose Brady considering the fact that he won three Super Bowls before Gronk even entered the league. But, uh, I mean, just t- just taking a look at – because Gronk entered the league in 2010. And let me see. I think uh, – I believe we have Kyle joining us. Is that you, Kyle?
2: Yes, sir. How are you? Oh, hey, Kyle. Welcome uh,
1: back. We're, do- we're doing good, Kyle. Uh Lou is with me is with me as always. We're talking about uh, oh, Brady, and so we uh, we discussed you know the divorce that he's going through with uh, with Giselle Bundchen, and the impact it may or may not have had on this season. I mean, this is the first time in Brady's career that he's two games below five hundred. I mean, what are your thoughts? Kyle, is do you think the divorce is playing an active role in Brady's decline this year or do you think it has more to do than that?
4: Um, I mean, I definitely think we're human, you know, we're we're filled with emotions. I mean, think about it, somebody pisses you off at work. It's gonna throw your day off. You know, imagine you're married to one woman, you own her life and you you have a family and you're trying to go into a season and prepare for that. Um, I mean, so I, I I definitely think it has a lot more weight than we're trying to give credit. I mean, people forget Tom Brady is still Tom Brady, you know, but I think at the end of the day, yeah. he's human. You know, I, I just think it shows how human he is. Like, you know, there's variables in life that, like, stuff happens. Like, you know, you're fighting an illness, fighting a divorce, yeah. kid does that in school, like, you know, that all all stuff like that is gonna wear on you and so I, I think it definitely excels the, the the clock, you know. Um Right. So I you know, I definitely think, you know, if 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 let's say Tom Brady was going through a perfect fit you know, perfect year we'll say uh quote unquote, um, let's say his marriage was still going great, you know, I, I don't think we would He's seeing seeing the decline as quickly as we would. Yeah, it's it's it, 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 it is it is kind of weird when you think of it,
1: considering the fact that he did just put together an MVP caliber season. Right, and the fact that you know, I mean, just take a, just take a look at the numbers from last year: uh, forty three touchdowns, twelve picks. He threw for over five thousand yards, which was a career high. I mean granted that may have had something to do with uh you know having an extra having you know having an extra uh year or not year an extra game added on with it being a 17 game season maybe that had a little bit to right. do with it but uh, you still you still have to remember though that I mean obviously yeah Brady's going through a divorce and everything but it's more than you know it's more than just brady he has you know, you know he has teammates that yeah are that are part of the team too so i i kind of look at it like this are the are the buccaneers struggles all on brady no, no. i do think that i do think that maybe perhaps the divorce and i i said this before you came on the air uh I feel like this divorce has been going through for quite some time now you know like it yeah, it isn't right. just it it was just reported you know this pa- like yesterday that the divorce was a, was uh official and well right. they announced they announced sometime around the beginning of the season that they had uh that they had lawyered up with uh, divorce lawyers but i think it actually happened. It actually started before that. And yeah. that uh that whole entire excuse that they gave of why Brady had to miss preseason because right. he wanted to take his wife on a uh on a vacation. I think that was actually part of the you know, that that was just a, a bit of a cover up for yeah. you know, the fact that he was go he was in the midst of starting up divorce proceedings. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, it is possible that that could have, you know, a pretty a pretty big reason as to why maybe perhaps we're not seeing the same Brady. I mean, he's not doing bad, you know, nine touchdowns, one pick, uh, through eight games, but his num- his numbers are kind of low. Uh, at the same time, though, you got to remember, no Gronkowski. He doesn't have uh, part, of his offense, part of his offensive line. I, you know, I mentioned 13 sacks in eight games that he's, uh, that he's been sacked. Right. You know, he, he's, he's missing key components of that team that, you know, at one point, you know, a couple seasons ago won the Super Bowl they're They're clearly you know not the same team that they once were, right. so you know, maybe perhaps Father Time is kind of is kind of catching up to Brady, but basically what I, what i'm what I'm saying here is that I don't think you should put the divorce uh as the reason for why mm-hmm. the buccaneers have all of a sudden taken a step right. back this year.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, we, we wouldn't even be talking about this if they were two games above 500 or even one game under 500. You know, now they're, the only reason why his numbers are call, being called out now is because there's two games under 500 for the first time in his career. You know, that's the only reason why we're calling that calling it out now, you know? Right. Yeah. And I, you
1: know, I mean, you we know. would, we, I guess, we would be kind of calling him out, or, or you know, we wouldn't be calling him out, but we would still be talking about the divorce, even if, even if right. the yes. Buccaneers were a were were a team above five hundred, we would still be talking about right. the divorce, but uh, it wouldn't be in the terms of, you know, is it affecting his play? Right. Because it, you know, it, it it's it's just it's really weird because everybody has always seen Brady and Giselle as being this, this power duo and right. that, you know, she was basically uh part of, you know, holding a whole, you know, the glue holding everything together, essentially. So right. uh, the fact that all of a sudden this news came about, I believe surprised quite a few people because even, even though Lou did say that he, that he wasn't really surprised that this ended up, uh, you know, this ended up ultimately happening. Uh, and, you know, like, I, like I said, Brady never wanted to leave new England. A lot, uh, part of it had to do with Giselle wanting to uh, move to a warmer climate. Uh, it it is. Giselle- it, it it just kind of, it just kind of seems like there's been there's been a lot of friction for quite some time here, and yeah. unfortunately you know it just it just happened to bubble over basically right now at this point yeah, but you know right now the buccaneers obviously they're still. Even though they're three and five, I mean, come on, they're they're like a half game below right. uh, the Falcons. Who, depending on if the Falcons end up losing this yeah. week, Buccaneers Buccaneers could be right back uh, on top of that division. So, yeah, division. I mean, it's definitely it, it, it's a very weak division this year. Shockingly, the the fact that yeah you have the you have the Saints who have gone downhill. Ever since Drew Brees retired, the Panthers, who at one point had a delusional head coach that thought he could coach in the NFL, and now you see that uh-huh. they've lost uh, they've lost Christian McCaffrey, uh, yep. and are probably going to lose a couple more pieces uh, before this Tuesday's uh, NFL trade deadline. And then you have the Falcons who are surprisingly at three and four right now with Marcus Mariota as their quarterback. Uh, Although I, I have heard that it looks like Desmond Ritter, it might not be that much longer until he's starting games for the, uh, for the Atlanta Falcons there. So uh, it's definitely, the division is definitely still wide open, but if the Buccaneers continue to slide, I think I would be, you know, I've I've always uh, New England fans. The motto has always been "Believe in Brady," but there at at some point there's going to be some, you know, the 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 the, the more that he gets uh, that he gets beat down here in the uh, in the yeah. schedule. Let's like let's see. Next week is against the Rams. If they end up going three and six. Yeah, we got a pro- we got a problem in Tampa Bay. Yes, we do. I mean, Lou, let's let's go let's go to you. What what are your thoughts on on Tampa Bay as a whole? I mean, do you think do you think that if if say for by some uh, by some ungodly reason the Buccaneers don't make the playoffs this year?
2: Do you think this is Tom Brady's last season? I would think so, yes. I mean he wanted to come back because he thought there was some unfinished business to do um with uh, losing the championship game and what But I think if uh Tampa Bay does not make the play this year, I think he I think he's he's done. He's got nothing left to prove anyway. He has a gazillion through both tiles and whatnot and everything. I mean he's the ultimate winner's quarterback in the NFL history. So if he loses, then um, I mean he doesn't make the playoffs. Um, that it would be it, but you know the, I think the time is right. I mean he's not the same player he once was. You know his 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 playing is off. His marriage is now history and whatnot. Um, you know I think it's I think it's be really time for him to hang him up. And I think he's starting to look he's starting to look uh, you know either too. So I would say to be, in fact I think it's going to be it regardless win when, when well, or or lose. This is it either way.
1: Well, it's weird because he said that there's no sort of time frame for his retirement now that he said that, you know, retirement hasn't even been on his mind at all this season. You know, he's been, uh, he still, he still says he's in in healthy shape, you know, because of TB12 uh, uh, diet that he's always been on and everything. So, I mean, there's been no indication whatsoever that he was gonna that he's gonna call it a career at all. So
2: No, but last year he was saying he was retiring, so what makes this year so different though? You know,
1: it kinda makes me wonder if yeah. because because now he no longer has Giselle, you know, barking at him. Uh huh. To, to retire, if maybe perhaps that might change his stance. Maybe now he may he may end up uh, he may end up playing a couple more seasons potentially. But let me bring this, on okay. Let let me bring on Jim, who I'm sure I'm sure he pretty he probably has uh, quite a bit to say about Brady uh, <clears throat> after everything that's happened.
5: How's it going, Jim? oh uh, pretty good, pretty good. Hey, good to hear you, Lou. Thanks. We
1: have uh um, we have Kyle, uh we have Kyle with us uh too, who is also a part of uh Sports Whispers.
5: Hey Kyle, how are you doing? Hey buddy. Good, how are you? Good, good, good. Um my my thoughts all right. It may take a minute, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my thoughts about
0: <laughs> Tampa.
5: Um number one, Todd Bowles is not a head coach. That's the first problem right there. It, it's been proven. He He's had another job, and he sucked. Now he's a head coach, and he sucks. So it starts right there. It starts right there. Bruce Arians leaving was a whole lot bigger than everyone thought it was going to be. Because Bruce kept everything going, and he was offensive-minded. He was offensive-minded. Now, with Tom, wow, it's been tough because he's not getting protection from his offensive line. Gronk is gone. Gronk is gone. There has been no running game. And he's going through a divorce. And I don't care what you say. I don't care how you look at it like, oh, well, that that don't have nothing to do with it. Yeah. I mean, you know, a guy is playing football. But if you were working in a grocery store, stocking shelves and going through a divorce, it's still going to be on your mind all the time. It's going to affect you. It's going to affect you. So I don't necessarily think that Tom's abilities have regressed as much as all this crap that's happened around him. I mean, no running game, no offensive line, a head coach that shouldn't be a head coach. Arians is gone. And he's going through a divorce. I mean, the, the only thing I see coming out of this, they're, they're I mean, they're not going to win it this season, but what I see no. coming out of this is he still is not going to retire, and he's still going to come back next year, and Tampa will make corrections, and he will – walk off in the sunset with a huge win. That's, I mean, that's what I see for him. Um, but, I mean, it, you you can forget him this season. There, there, there's just too much yeah. against him this season. There's no O-line. There's no run game. I mean, receivers are dropping passes. He's under-throwing people. You can tell, I mean, he's going through a divorce. His head's not into it as much as it normally is. It's just a bad season for Tampa. They're not going to be there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, like like I said earlier, it's clear that his, you know, his his stat line is still there. I mean, yeah, he's, you know, kind of low this year in terms of touchdowns, but you know the stat, the stat line is still there when you when you keep in mind the fact that he had like you know he he had one game against the Chiefs where he was i think i think it was like 358 passing yards or something so he can still swing it it's yeah, the, right. the only thing the only thing is is that you know like you said he's not really getting any any help on the offensive line his off- you know his his offensive line is completely uh i mean hell, he, and
2: he lost like, and
5: and what, and three? and the de- the defense is up and down one week they'll look real good the next week they look really bad like crap right.
0: yeah
1: right so, and another
5: thing too another thing too is the fact that uh they
1: also uh, they were very short-handed defensively this week. The fact that they were they were uh,
5: a couple of their Jack, key cornerbacks. Uh, yeah, and Shaq Jack, Jack Barrett's out for the season now.
3: With an Achilles, though. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it, it, it's it's just it's not looking good whatsoever. Uh, I like you said, Tampa Bay. You know, their season is is probably done. Is probably out the window right now as it is. Uh, yeah. but the, you know, the big question will be next season. Will they be able to make the necessary adjustments? Cause you know, that now Brady's not, I mean, yeah, he's going through a divorce right now, but he's not going to have, you know, Giselle breathing down his neck all of a sudden mm. to where maybe he can focus a
5: little more, you know, he can get back to playing football. Well, he he is. he he, he, ob- he obviously hasn't been able to focus this season because of what's going <laughs> on in his personal life, and I mean, don't forget he lost Gronk. I mean, that's his guy, and I mean, it's it's yeah. it's been it's been it's been a really different season, crazy for him. Um, I'm just thinking. Knowing Tom Brady, he ain't going out like this. And at the end of this season, he's going to look at it and say, okay, all right, I'm divorced now. I'm divorced. I don't have that on my plate anymore. I don't have to worry about that anymore. I've got my kids. I'm divorced. I'm going to kick some ass this season. I would look for a big TB twelve season next season, not yeah. this season. Yeah, I would probably expect it. Okay. We,
1: we know from from so many from so many times uh, that New England's seasons have ended in uh, well, disgust. We'll put it that way. Uh, yes, <laughs> you know, uh, so many times that New England seasons have ended in disgust. Uh, how that very next—I mean, there was one season where uh, back in two back in two thousand uh, in two thousand and nine. You know, he finished ten and six, and they ultimately got eliminated. I th- I think it was—it was either in the divisional round or, or he got eliminated in the wild card and he got so pissed off that he uh he had them bring in or no I'm thinking 2010 uh then they had him bring they had them bring in Randy Moss as well as a couple of guys yeah. Oh, no 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 yeah. never mind I'm thinking I'm thinking of 2006 going into 2007 cuz that was the perfect uh 16 and 0 season before the unfortunate happened uh which we will not we will not uh, recollect here right, in right. the Super Bowl, <laughs> uh, but needless
5: to say, co- corrections will definitely be made.
3: I feel, yeah, uh, and, and we do and
5: have. Here, I mean, I mean, here's here's the thing about Brady. Whether you like him or you don't like him, nobody can disagree or argue. Petitor he is how right. dedicated and devoted and hardworking he is to what he does. And after this season and everything that's happened, um, you could see him coming back next season and saying, by God, I'm going to win this damn thing. I'm going to set records. I'm going to get a ring, and then I'll leave. On my terms,
1: mm.
3: right.
5: And
1: let, let me bring in. Uh, let me bring in Alex and get his thoughts on this. Alex, uh, welcome to the show. We've been talking about uh, Brady's uh, Brady's divorce and the effect it's had on on this season. And you know, like I mentioned beforehand, you know. I feel that this has actually been going on for quite some time, even before the season even started, Uh, even though they just announced it being completed this week. Uh, But Alex, what are your thoughts on the downfall of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers
3: and whether or not the divorce has played a role? Yeah, I liked, I really liked what, uh, what both of you guys were already talking about. So to kind of piggyback on that, I loved what, uh, I'm sorry, what's your other uh what's your other guest name again? I'm sorry. Uh that, it's Jim. He's the uh he's the owner of the uh of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Jim, that was <laughs> fantastic. Our <boss>.
5: the Jim <laughs> that was, that was
3: fantastic. I love I love being on your guys' shows as well too. Hope I can keep doing hey, it, it's, as much it's
5: as good, good to hear from good to hear from
3: you, yeah, man. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet said. you. Yeah, there was there's a lot of uh there's a lot of behind the scenes. I mean it's not just a couple injuries. Like Ryan Jansen was another guy that's the all pro center. The anchor of the offensive line has been out.
5: Amen, amen. Great point. You got how big
3: that is. A lot of people look at the skill positions as the big losses, but when you don't have your main guy up front, it kind of there's a ripple effect. It makes the entire line weaker. Brady obviously can't sure, really sure. never should in his prime, but I mean, and then like uh, you know they're wide receivers. Every week someone's out. They're they're rotating in guys. Their their tight ends are a mess. And then uh, what you just said, Steve, is completely true. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, he's so competitive, but there's got to there, there's had to be a lot of drama going on. So it's like the perfect storm. Everything that that could go wrong has gone wrong for them this year. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I like what Kim said there. As far as bouncing back, if there's one guy that can do it, he'll, I I swear he he's the first guy that I'm watching that he could play for like 48 or 50.
0: I mean, he's, <laughs> now he's got
3: a the green the green light bachelor status yeah he does he He does he can go full force and do a lot of football now i mean he's he's a maniac in a good way his drive and his desire to be great are just undeniable so yeah yeah, totally and and, and you know there's no there's no way there's no way he's going out like that no way yeah and and you know what else he he may
5: want to do it and show Giselle, hey look Look yeah. look,
3: I can still do it, girl. I can still <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, just I it, we'll never we'll probably never know exactly what was going down, but sometimes, you know, the girl the woman says what she wants and he I mean he, let's face it, he just doesn't he never wanted to leave football. He's absolutely a, yeah. a dick yeah, that's to the game. The thing about it. There's he loves, he can be loves it. Kid.
5: I mean he loves it so much. You know, he just he loves it so much. And yeah. she thought. I, I, I mean, I think the bottom line is he loves it so much. And she thought, okay, we've supported you this many seasons. Uh-huh. It's time to walk away. We don't mm-hmm. need the money. We got kids. <laughs> yeah. And and Tom has still got that hunger to play.
3: He's got a point too. They're just not a match. I mean, yeah. he could be he could be by himself for a couple of years. He has no problem. He could uh, he could find a Bucks cheerleader. I mean, he's the guy has no shortage of potential to to be with anyone he wants. Really, um, yeah. So maybe he'll find someone that that'll let him play another two or three years. There's no way mm-hmm. he's leaving on this note. Now he's gonna probably start playing better. I think it's just well, a yeah, little bit too late. Here, here's,
5: here's the other here's the other thing.
3: Um Lou and Alex and
5: Steve that I'll throw out there yeah. that I heard yeah i- i uh I heard that he's gonna go back to New England and he's gonna end it there
0: wow would not That'd
5: be cool. would not surprise so. me
0: would it
1: would not surprise not me often. in the least uh Kyle, what let's get your thoughts on that Kyle cuz I know uh obviously you know you're in Texas now but you know Ben yeah. you you at originally you were in New England.
0: Uh yeah, you know
1: throughout the whole entire Brady craze, do you think uh a reunion is possible before uh before Brady's eventual retirement? I
0: mean,
4: I I mean, I wouldn't knock it. I mean, you know you you left the place And with so much success and, you know, um, you can't tell me like, yeah, people were pissed that he left and whatever. You're going to tell me that the, the, pretty much the savior of a franchise, you know, um, literally, if he comes back and says, Hey, I want to play. And even think about like a guy like, you know, there's a quarterback controversy, I guess you can say in New England now with Zappa and and, um, Mac Jones, um, you know, you can't tell me, like, if those guys, you know, if Tom Brady goes, hey, like, I want to come back. I want to come back home, essentially. I want to end my career where I started off. I want to give back to, you know, the fans and in that community, what they did so much for me. You can't tell me that a guy like Mac Jones and like Zappa wouldn't be happy. Any quarterback would be excited to learn under the greatest of our time. Like, I, I can't stand Tom Brady. I can't stand the Patriots. I'm a diehard Eagles fan and I'll say this the day I die, like, you know, if if Tom Brady decided to come to Philadelphia, you you're not gonna tell me Jalen Hurts wouldn't be excited to learn under the greatest quarterback of all time. You know, so like, yeah, I right. wouldn't put put it past him to go back at home essentially and say, Hey, like, let me just right off in the sunset, let me just give back yeah. to, you know, England that has given me so much, you know, Whatever the beef was between Kraft or whoever it was, like let's squash it. I'm gonna come home and, you know, kind of just make it right and mm-hmm. that's it. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him going back um, to Foxborough and New England and yeah, I honestly I, I think it would be the best way to end a career. You know, like like we said and everyone knows, like what what do you have left to prove? You have nothing left to prove. Like, nothing. You know, right. like the 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 goat right. debate is over. You have so many rings, you've done so many things for the <laughs> league, for, for yourself, like you know, I and I hate admitting that, you know, like
0: you beat me <laughs> in a super bowl
4: once, we got you back, but like you know, would would I love to have that Super Bowl back with Tio when he broke his leg and still torched you guys for a hundred and Forty yards, I believe, in a Super Bowl. Hell yeah! But oh, hey, you know, Tom Brady's the goat. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Tom Brady's the goat. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, heck yeah. Go back home, raise your shift, You know, and that's the thing is, like you guys said, it's Brady. He's gonna write off his own. How he wants to, he's gonna end how he wants to end. Kind of like a Peyton Manning thing. Like you know, Peyton Manning was like, all right, like enough is enough. I did what I needed to do. I proved myself. You know, I made a name for myself. Made my family proud. Like there's nothing left for Tom Brady to do besides whatever he wants to do on his terms, you know.
5: Right, right, right and, and a cu- a couple of things. First, first thing, congrats on your Eagles this season. We have yes, yes. We, we have <laughs> one it. one of our one of our main moderators, Tim Gross, is a huge Eagles fan, huge Philly uh, sports fan. Um, so congrats. On the Eagles, and it's been a good year. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, it's been a great year. <laughs> it's been great. Um, and then we just—I remember. A- listen, I remember the—I remember the night of the draft when they drafted yeah. Jalen Hurts. Tim was like, "Why yeah. are we drafting a quarterback?" Right? I said, "Dude, dude, uh, that guy's good. He's good. Yeah. You're
3: gonna—he's good." Yeah. Um, and Howie yeah, Howie yeah. Roseman already did. Howie Roseman already yeah, and, something and the, thing, up, on with the thing, about Martin Jalen
5: Hurts, I mean, you don't think of him as being some prolific passer or whatever. No, no. But, 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 but here, here this is what I always told him: the guy is a winner. He's a winner. Right. Yes. Right. Everywhere he's been, he's Alabama, winning. Oklahoma. Yeah. The he, yep. he wins yep. football games, right? So, um, and the other thing about Brady is, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, it, it wasn't a Robert Kraft thing. I can tell you, it wasn't Kraft. It was Belichick. Right. It wasn't Kraft. Robert Kraft loves this man. Yeah, it was. It was not him. It was Belichick yeah not just that, but also
1: you know i i- I wholeheartedly believe too that I think Giselle had a role in it too, because oh, for she, sure. it's no secret it's no secret that she hated New England winters, you know she hated the whole entire climate as a whole and wanted to go somewhere warmer
0: for
2: so who. Well, I mean, I, you know, it, it, yeah. she never. I don't. Never I don't, really I don't know if that.
5: I don't. I don't know if that had so much to do with it because, I mean, they weren't actually living there that much because they had the place in Florida that she liked. I don't think it had that much to do with it. I think it was just she wanted him to retire. She was ready for him to get out. Yeah.
0: Possibly,
2: and
5: yeah,
2: I mean, and, 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 I if you're if, if
5: you're involved if you're involved with that, and you have children, I mean that that um, I mean you, you don't know how tough that can be, unless yeah. you're married and you have children. I'm married. And I have a house full of kids. And if J.J. told me, you got to stop doing this, you got to stop doing that, it's time for you to quit. And I and I was doing something I really loved in the business. It would be tough. It would be tough. Yeah. It, 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 it's a tough call. Because Tom Brady loves playing football.
2: That's right. Yeah,
0: so. it's
1: definitely, it, you know, it's it, it's it's like I said uh, earlier too. You know, we could we could easily see Brady potentially play for the next, uh, God knows how many years, maybe two, three more years. Like we've seen, we've seen certain athletes play. Until they were until they were forty eight, in different sports. Yeah. Yes. So it's not something that you know that would be unprecedented that we've never seen before. You know, we've seen
5: well after, after, uh, after, he, hockey gets, players after play. he gets through after he gets through this, Steve. After he gets through it, and he gets rejuvenated, and everything's clear with in his life, and. Everything settled down. You may see a super, super performance from Brady
3: next season.
5: Yeah. It's oh, going to be I his revenge
3: He's you start, starting over. In what, in a sense, it's going to be his revenge story, his, ret- his chance of retribution. Yeah. Like you said, you yeah. can almost prove Giselle wrong. They do have to get a lot younger, though, on both sides of the ball. Their defense is young enough, but uh, injuries yeah. have ravaged them. All Brady wants now, now that his his mind is a little less clouded, is he just wants a, a, a zero-zero slate, a, a new schedule, because this season's kind of already shot. There was too much turmoil. Yeah, I agree. Injuries, have, I agree. <laughs> injuries, injuries have ravaged them on all three levels. But what are they going to do? Sneak in as a wild card? I don't see it this year. But
0: I, yeah. yeah, I agree. Win the
3: division. Win. I
4: agree. I, th- I
5: think this. I agree. I think this year. I agree. I think this year, I- I I think this year is shot. Um, but what do you guys think? Well, what do you, what do you guys think about next season? Do you think they keep Todd Bowles as head coach?
3: No, I don't think so. No, no. I don't think Brady quietly has been uh, his biggest fan. I think he like him and appreciates them on the defensive side, but. I mean, Bowles was a disaster in New York. I don't mind the guy, but he's not – Tom's going to want, like, the best. Arians was a good fit. Brady, you know what I mean? He's going to want yeah, the best. Brady preferred – uh, Brady
1: preferred Leftwich, from what I heard. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, hey. but
5: that that's not looking too good right now either on the offensive side. I think – Right. I, I mean, it may be to where you go and say uh, – Bruce, will you please come back or you go and say Sean Payton, how much money do you want?
1: Right.
0: How much you got? That's Ooh. been one
5: of the names that has
1: been one of the names <laughs> that's been, that that had uh, been floated around for either actually his name was floated around I think if uh the Cowboys were to fire
5: uh McCarthy before yeah, they but... ended
1: up getting hot.
5: Yeah, but McCarthy's done a pretty—I mean, you got it. I mean, he—he he did a good job with a backup quarterback. Um, he did, yeah. I—I—I—I so I, 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 I think he's safe. Um, I don't know if Sean would go want to go to Tampa. He may like to go work with Brady for a season or two. I don't know. Okay. But, uh, don't, I don't, don't we... think. I really don't think after this season Todd Bowles will be the head coach. Yeah, I would be very surprised.
1: Although Todd Bowles was Bruce Arians' hand-picked person, that Arians said he wouldn't step down unless Todd Bowles was the
5: one that would replace him. So, well, yes. we, see how, we see how that's worked
0: out. <laughs> It's an odd and Bowles,
3: Bowles is definitely a defensive guy. It's just an odd pairing, and especially, I mean, if he's going to have this incredible, uh, you know, thirst to really show everyone wrong and win one last ring, he's not going to want Bowles as a guy. Well, They'll another thing Peyton I see,
5: another thing I see from Bowles when you watch him on the sideline, he don't have no emotion. He don't have no energy. He's standing no. there like right. a statue.
3: A classic a great yeah, coordinator he, not a good head coach yeah, it's, so it's like a, it's like he's not even
5: into it i mean
3: yeah
5: he's very slow get, get with him. it get involved get excited pull yeah. your team up
3: Yeah. meanwhile hey, he he to every other play brady's blown up the weird pairing
1: yeah he he has he has the same exact pulse as jd drew did during the uh during the uh, 2007 World Series, where <laughs> literally he was a flat line. That's literally what what uh, Todd Bowles' pulse is right now, yeah. standing out there on the sidelines. Like, he's basically dead.
5: Yeah, and I get it. I totally get it. Todd Bowles was a hell of a defensive coordinator. He just don't have it as a head coach, and I right. mean that happens that happens it happens and think and think about it he had he had mark Sanchez as
1: his quarterback with uh with the jets when he had that one good season, and then he sucked the entire rest of the time. You mean to tell Here. me that you can have a good season with mark Sanchez? Yet you have Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, and you can't get anything working with Brady. Yeah. I mean that right there, it, you know, it, <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what to say about that because Sanchez had to have been carried by his by his entire team then, like uh you know, like Bowles was. Because otherwise, yeah. you know, although I, you know, I do kind of understand too uh, why they may have gone to bowls specifically because it would make Tampa Bay look good because of the, be, you know, because of that whole entire lawsuit that was going, that was going around by, uh, what's his name, uh, Brian Flores, who was mm-hmm. suing the league for, uh and a couple of other teams because of the fact that he felt that he was discriminated against for being fi- for uh you know for being fired because he was a black coach and that uh you know other black coaches haven't had uh, haven't had opportunities around the league or so- something like that that could have also played a role I feel as well in uh Todd Bowles getting the job Although technically, if they had gone with Mm -hmm. Leftwich, it would still be the same thing. So, you know, it's it's this is just this is just further showing why Bowles is horrible as a head coach. He he may be great as a, uh, you know, as a coordinator, but he's horrible when it comes to head coaching. Mm -hmm.
3: Not his strength. It was an odd. It was an odd hiring right away. They kept it simple. They should have gone outside the yeah. organization, or at least, or at least uh, elevated uh, left is status. At least he's an offensive mind. Yeah, it was it was a puzzling move when they first made it, and it hasn't paid off.
0: Right,
1: but you know, I I, I assume we we are probably knowing how Brady. Does his revenge tours? I'm pretty sure we're probably headed towards a uh, a revenge tour by Brady in the uh, in the not to, you know the not too distant future. Uh, obviously, it won't. I mean, it, you know, they can still win the division this season. Uh, I don't think they would be in the in the running for a wild card spot at that record currently. I mean like we said this is the first time that Brady has been uh, has been two games under 500 for the first time in his whole career. Uh the yeah. only way they make the playoffs at this point is if they somehow win the weak division that they're in right now. But whether or not that happens all depends on how the rest of the season falls, but uh, you know, like I said, it's entirely possible with them facing the Rams next week. We could be potentially looking at a three and six Buccaneers team after next week. Wow.
5: Well, the thing we about, about it, the thing about it in the NFL, the NBA, um, and MLB, all it matters is you get in. If you can get in, you can get hot, and you can get there. So, if they can just get in, maybe they can catch fire. But they got to get in. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah,
1: that's all all that really matters at this point is is just being able to get in. As far as teams that are currently in right now, I mean – you take a look at some teams that, I mean, granted, it's, we're nearly halfway through the season right now. Teams that are looking good for the playoff picture right now, you look at the Bills, you look at the Jets, surprisingly, very surprisingly, especially considering uh, the Jets may be potentially 6-2 and two if Mac Jones uh, shits himself again. Uh, in the north, you got the Ravens.
5: New, England, New England's going to beat them, Steve. <laughs> I
1: hope. I hope, but uh, you know, knowing how knowing how Mac has performed this year, Jim, may, maybe it's the fact that they're calling, you know, here's another thing. Here's another thing we should discuss. Uh, the lackluster performance in Monday Night Football by the Patriots uh-huh. where where Mac Mac Jones comes back early from his high ankle sprain, and he, you know, he didn't. I shouldn't say he looked bad because he looked okay. But the problem was, was the play calling. The play calling was just horrible. By Matt well, Patricia. Well, the, the, the and, thing,
5: the, the thing that's being said now, Steve, about that with New England is that Matt Patricia. Doesn't call plays that fit Mac when he's in there, but when Zappy's in there, he calls plays that really fit him.
0: Yeah. So. Right.
5: Um, that exactly. that all gets back. That all gets back to New England's got a defensive coordinator as a offensive coach calling plays. How's it is that to start with?
1: Yeah, you
5: know, Jim. That kind of makes you wonder: are they
1: are they potentially sabotaging Mac uh, on purpose?
5: No, I don't, I don't think Belich- I don't think, I don't think Belichick would do that. I just think it's you know, I, I just think it's ignorance on Patricia's part.
1: Oh well, yeah, I can see. I can see it definitely being ignorance on his part. The fact that, uh, you know, they're that they're they're calling certain plays for Zappy, but yet not calling those same exact plays for Mac. Even though uh, Mac jo- Mac Jones though did say, you know, when they started off the year, and they were doing that, they were doing that stupid uh, play calling system that they were attempting to put together in the preseason and reports came out that Mac was so frustrated the fact that they weren't using the same uh system as they were used as they used last season when he was a pro bowler. Yeah. And you know, it seems like this first game back they were they they still weren't using that system. They were still using the same system that they were trying to put together in the preseason for Mac, and then, well, all of a sudden, when Bailey Zappi came in, they went back to using the system that Mac used last year.
5: Yeah, well, it, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's an earth-shattering yeah. difference when you go from Josh McDaniels' offense that's been there for years, and now he's a head coach and you go to Matt Patricia who is a defensive coordinator and now he's in charge of the offense calling Blaze I mean mm-hmm. that's like what the hell are they doing yeah. <laughs> right and I, it, re- I it mean, really it really makes you question
1: the brain
5: it really makes it seriously. really
1: makes you question and and, and plus, Jim, you know this is the guy that Belichick
5: is supposedly grooming to be his successor. Oh, that ain't never happening. They ain't, Matt Patricia will never, <laughs> ever be the head coach of the Patriots. If, if, if Belichick uh, leaves, it's going to be it's going to be Vrabel, or some big name like Sean Payton or somebody like. But Vrabel would be the first choice. I would hope. Yeah, it, it, uh, it ain't gonna be Matt and Patricia. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, w- I would hope it wouldn't be Patricia. If it's Patricia, uh, you may see New England fans rebel against the uh, yeah. organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: There,
5: there is no way. There is no way Robert Kraft would do that. No way. I mean yeah, Pat- you know, if anything Patricia should
1: just go back to being what he what, what he was good at, being a defensive coordinator. You know, uh a certain position that the Patriots do need this year instead of I don't know, <laughs> the last 2 years having two defensive assistants and not an actual coordinator.
5: Well, uh yeah, I mean uh yeah, the guy in charge of defense is Belichick's son who you don't know if he's high as a kite or not that day.
1: Well Yeah,
5: and also and also
1: former uh former Patriot linebacker Jared Ma- uh Jared Mayo also is co helming that defensive uh that
5: defensive front. But yeah, the main signal caller is uh uh Belichick's well, son. May-, May Mayo would do a lot better if they would take Bill's pothead son out of the mix. Mm. Right. (laughs)
0: Because
1: Mayo is actually, Mayo is actually respected. Right. Right. But, uh, he's, he's actually respected by, uh, by the players because there's actually still some players on that team that did play with Mayo as teammates. So, yeah, but I do like what they did though. Uh, at least you know pre or uh in the off season the fact that they got younger on defense which i thought was a thing that should have happened a long time ago i mean it speaks volumes the fact that uh we we still haven't even seen uh Dante Hightower sign with a team yet because he's because he he's completely slow, you know, he's slow as molasses at this point in his career.
3: <laughs> yeah. But then again,
1: but then again then again they brought back Jamie Collins with which uh completely has uh completely has gone against what Belichick was trying to form uh with this new version of the Patriots defense. So I don't know what the hell he's doing at this point. <laughs> <You>
5: know, I- <laughs> Maybe Kyle Mandel. Oh,
1: the reunion tour. I don't
5: know. Hey, I wouldn't mind
1: Kyle Van Noy. I mean, I, no, honestly, I wouldn't mind Kyle Van Noy. He was actually pretty good before they got rid
5: of him again.
3: <laughs>
5: yep. Hey, uh, has they, has anybody talked about the Green Bay problems?
3: I think Rodgers is going to go. He's, he's going to yeah. be fuming. I think they're totally cooked. I mean, I mean it, it, hammered it, it, by the jet. I mean, do we do we have people here
5: that say it's time to dump Aaron Rodgers because he's
2: it's kind. he
5: he he's he's not as good as he once was, and he keeps blaming everybody else on the team, yeah, uh-huh. and he's Which pretty he much has. of an asshole.
3: Which he always has. He got away with it before because he had Devontae Adams. Yeah. I'm a, I'm also a big time Eagles fan, like the earlier guy too. But uh, I don't know, man. I have. Mucho respect for Brady. Um, I've never really fully bought into the, all the Aaron Rodgers hype, and I think he's really shown his true colors, especially this year.
0: Last year he was yeah. a total
3: diva for random reasons, and now he's he's pouty, and uh, I don't know, man. He looks a heck of a lot less superior without uh, Devontae Adams, you know, catching by the way, 20, 15 and, balls a game. He rack up most of the his way, yards Brady. on those slant patterns. Brady
1: should have been uh, Brady should have been MVP over uh, over Rodgers, but no, they wanted uh, the NFL wanted uh, wanted history uh, another back-to-back MVP season for uh, for Rodgers, even though Brady had better numbers. Well, the
5: the the thing the thing about Rodgers, the thing about Rodgers, he's such a diva. He's such a diva. Yeah, he's know, yeah. actually he's actually the reason they lost Devontae because all of his well I don't know if I'm going to play I don't know if I'm going to retire I don't I know, know if I'm right. going to demand a trade so Devontae says well shit I'm going to I'm I'm going to go out and play with Derek Carr because we played together in college so
0: yeah. yep. good
5: luck good luck Aaron so. All that shit was Aaron Rodgers' fault,
3: and it's all coming to a head this year. I've always thought he's yeah, and, yeah,
5: and now and now Aaron Rodgers. Every time they lose, he points out. Well, he tries to blame the coach. Well, maybe we should simplify the offense, or maybe certain players who aren't performing shouldn't play. Well maybe Aaron, that's you. Maybe that's you.
1: Yeah, they also lost uh they also lost Marquez Valdez Scantling as well to uh to Kansas City. Which was yeah. uh he was uh Aaron's number two favorite receiver. So he lost both his number one and number two favorite receivers this past off season.
5: I really, I really think he has grown very, very tired with Green Bay fans.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, he's always got a problem. He's always angry at someone. The first, the debut of uh, his, you know, he had a brand new supporting cast here. I know that, granted, but well, one of his rookies drops a ball, and he's staring the kid down like the first five minutes of the opening day of the season. He was pouty, and it's just been downhill from there. He's always got an attitude yeah. problem. I, even when he's winning, he's a, he looks he's nonchalant, like he's either stoned or he'd rather be on a beach or hanging uh, <laughs> peyote or, or, or hanging out and peyote with Danica Patrick. I don't know. He's always kind of deta- he's always detached. It's—it's yeah. it's always like it's a—it's a real pain in the ass for him to have to shoot up and make uh, you know two million dollars every Sunday playing a sport. It's like he's always, yeah. he's always kind of like going through the motions. And this is when they were 13-3. and three. He's always got a, this crappy chip on his shoulder. I've never been a big fan of Rodgers at all. I don't know. I, I, I totally, calm, agree. Calm, calm, I to- I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah.
5: I have never, ever been a fan of him. And it's mostly because I just don't respect him for, he's for always how he to is. Yep, you know, I don't respect him for how he is, how he talks, how he does the yeah. interviews, how he conducts himself. I just, I think
3: he's, I think he's just an asshole.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep, it's all come to a head this year. I think the whole world can see it. Yeah, and you know, as as far as as far as uh,
1: Green Bay goes, where what the hell happened to my. I, w- I was gonna get to the injury report, but uh apparently I don't know what the hell happened to my screen. It completely swallowed up that uh that tab that I had open. Uh <laughs>
0: looking
1: at looking at the Packers, uh at the Packers uh right now this this
3: week, he's
1: gonna be without his new number one favorite receiver, Alan Lazard. He's out with a shoulder issue. Yeah. So uh plus he's got David Bakhtiari potentially gonna be out, his you know, his favorite lineman with a uh, knee issue, and another wide receiver, Christian Watson, may be, uh is questionable with a hamstring issue. So right now they're facing a, they're gonna be facing a five and one Buffalo Bills team. It's possible Green Bay could be joining uh Tom Brady and the
5: Buccaneers yeah. at three and five potentially at the end of this week. Oh uh, they're there ain't, there's no doubt. There ain't no way, there ain't no way in hell they're going to beat Buffalo. No way, no way in hell they're going to beat Buffalo. They're going to curb. No them, way. Uh, and and no there's no way, there's no way they're going to win that division.
3: Minnesota's going to win that division. Yeah. They'll go up, what, three games? Yeah, yeah. No, the, the the Bills will curb stomp. Uh, they're going to destroy uh, Rodgers. He'll be, he'll be pouting, uh, you know, while he's picking turf out of his, uh, face mask. Oh I mean by, that yeah. defense is gonna they're Aaron, is gonna Aaron Rodgers
5: is gonna Aaron Rodgers is gonna see so much of Von Miller this weekend
3: <laughs> yeah. he's gonna think
5: they're married.
3: That defense is lethal. They <laughs> they will love and they'll love beating up on a diva like Rodgers. The Bills yeah. are a real uh tour I mean well eh, not to get off subject, but yeah, that that's the worst defense. That Rod, Rodgers Rogers does not want to see that defense right now.
5: Yeah. The
3: only thing, the only thing I'll say
5: about that game, I think the spread's like ten, ten and a half. I could see late in the game Rogers throwing up some garbage passes, and them yeah. covering the spread, but they're going to lose. Buffalo's going to win the game.
0: Yeah,
3: because Buffalo can score forty-five points on anyone, and they're not really giving up a lot of points. So and yeah. the, the Packers aren't the Chiefs. I mean, the Bills are making quick work of a lot of teams. The Packers are right. Yeah, get and their and, ass and
5: and and they're playing. They're playing at home. They're playing in Buffalo.
3: Yeah, I, there's always a chance of that backdoor. I, I agree with you, Jim. But yeah, that, that, at the same time, Bills could also just win by thirty. I mean, I yeah. think Rogers going to get dismantled. Yeah, this could be a very
5: very bad week. For Green Bay, Steve. Very bad. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise because, me at because all because if, uh, if, if Buffalo get... if Buffalo goes out and they decide we wanna we wanna really, really crush them and embarrass them. Yeah. There ain't no telling what Rogers will say after the game and it could get really, really ugly in Green Bay. Right I mean you know they're
1: already uh they're already setting a um setting themselves up for failure with the fact that they they don't have Allen Lazard they don't have their entire offense essentially to start off the uh the game this week so it's it's just it's looking it's looking ugly from the
5: very beginning essentially
3: for uh yeah for them. But,
5: so but, but. I don't think there's any doubt Buffalo's going to win the game. It just depends on how bad they want to beat up on them, right? And you know, it's
1: it, 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 maybe maybe it's uh, maybe it's it's karma coming uh, coming the way of uh, of Aaron Rodgers. I you know it, I do agree with you, Jim. I think it's going to get very ugly potentially in Green Bay. Uh, if they end up losing uh, by a by a big margin this week, I think it's going to get very ugly. And you know, the talk isn't going to go away about Rodgers and you know whether or not he's falling off because it, it just it, you know it's it's really weird. It, it's it's weird that quarterbacks that we would expect to you know they they played at such a high level their entire careers are now all of a sudden you know with age uh, becoming a factor i mean granted aaron rodgers is uh you know nowhere you know he's he's younger than brady but even rodgers is uh is declining now
2: all of a sudden
5: yeah
2: so. yeah um he is to decline I I I just
5: I just get the feeling Green Bay's kind of I mean, as much as they as much as they've supported him and loved him, I kinda of get the feeling now they're getting a little tired of it.
1: Right, I'm sure they probably are. Because, you know, he held the entire organization basically hostage. Yeah. With the uh, you know, with, with his whole entire his whole entire off season uh uh circus that he basically put on there.
3: Yeah, so. and
5: and 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 the fans there, can't they go back and say, "Wait a minute. Have we seen this before?
0: Did There's we have...
5: far. Did Brett Favre do us like this too?" Yes, it, did he do us like Aaron's doing?
2: So Aaron's exactly. doing
5: us the same way Brett Favre did?
1: Yeah, it it's definitely uh it's definitely gonna be a case of uh deja vu for uh for Green Bay fans. And I wouldn't be surprised actually weird. if we see I wouldn't be surprised if we see a similar uh exit by uh by Rogers. The a similar type of exit that, that we saw from Favre.
5: And Favre, I mean, to Favre's credit, he went on to prove he wasn't done yet. He was still good. He still played good football. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. But,
2: he still played.
5: He still played good football, and, and, but still, and, it and, was. And if and if Rodgers moved on to a good situation where they had stars, he'd probably do good. But the thing about Rodgers is he can't do it like Brady used to do it in New England. Brady did it in New England when he didn't have stars. He had garbage, and he still won games. Right. Rodgers can't do that. Rodgers needs stars.
1: Well, you guys, I'll tell you one thing. I... Switching over here for a second to uh, the World Series, we may have seen the first five or more run comeback since 2002 last night uh, with the Phillies taking a 6-5 victory in 10 innings. But I don't think we're going to see that same
5: magic tonight.
3: Yeah, and I don't
0: either.
5: I don't either. I've, I've, got, I've got the game on now. And I do not see that energy tonight. I think it's going to be one-one after
3: tonight. Hmm.
2: But who would have thought last Uh, night that they were going to lose in their own ballpark? Yeah. Well, it did come as a surprise. It did come as a as a pretty big surprise.
1: The fact that they ended up uh, that the Astros ended up giving up that lead, like they did. So, Oak
2: City. It,
1: it, you know, uh, I I think it, it doesn't really come as a shock to me though that the Astros got off to as quick of a start tonight as they did, No. because everybody everybody was pretty much expecting, uh, you know, them to come out guns blazing. So, right. the fact that the fact that they already got off to such a to such a quick start, and also to keep in mind as well that it's pretty hard to get to to you know unleash off of Valdez as opposed to uh as opposed to uh, Verlander who kind of has a history in the World Series of sort of fading yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah,
5: that I mean that that that's Verlander's history. He'll give you two or three good innings and then you let him get his ass out of there, because he's gonna get he's gonna get trashed
0: yeah.
5: in inning, right? You know, four or five. So, uh, and a, as a manager, that's hard to do because you got a guy that's giving you three great innings, but history says fourth or fifth inning, they're gonna they're gonna bust Verlander. So um, they were right. But uh, I think, I mean, it, you know, Houston looks like they're going to win tonight. It's not over so far. It's, no, because you can't count you can't count the Phillies out. But um, no. even if Houston wins, Philly did what they needed to do. They came into Houston and they got a yeah. win, and now they're going yeah, home. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, that's the one thing I told Tim. I said the biggest thing that you guys could have done would have been to take one out of two from from Houston. I thought it would have yeah. been tonight that they would have got it done. I didn't think it was going to be last night. I thought it would be tonight that they would have got that done. But right. yeah, uh, the fact that they got it done to uh, that they got it done last night. Uh, I'll say this though. I think they may be in trouble in game 3 cuz more than likely Houston will go with Christian Javier who absolutely yeah. stonewalled the Yankees. So, exactly. Yuck. And Javier is but, probably one of the hardest pitchers to hit off of in that uh in that Houston rotation.
5: But they will be so jacked up playing in Philly. <laughs>
3: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. it's going to be Bedlam. It's going to be yeah. absolute Bedlam. But I like what Steve said. I mean, Javier looks like an absolute rock star. So if there's one guy that can sign me those hot Philly bats, you know, at home, it could be Javier. It's going to be a great series. I don't have much. I know yeah, a lot
5: I, of people Yeah, I, I, well, I agree. I agree. I mean, when I we make we're, season, when these we're these two picks, awesome I when when we made picks, I said Philly in seven. I think it'll go the distance.
3: Yeah, it's a great matchup. It really is.
5: Yeah. Picks is average. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I I'm going to enjoy it. I mean, I can't stand <laughs> I can't stand the Astros. Um, and now I'm kind of like an adopted Phillies fan because I've really really enjoyed um how Bryce Harper's played um and uh of course, you know, one of our moderators, Tim, that's that's his team. That's where he lives is, is the Phillies. But uh I just I can't stand I don't I can't stand the Astros. I love <laughs> I love I love the relief pitcher Ryan I Stanek
0: because
5: he he he's a Razorback he played at Arkansas and he's married to a uh, uh, girl he's married to a girl that was on Survivor so I like him but other than that I don't care nothing about Houston. <laughs> Wait,
3: dude, you got to try to get him on one of the podcasts or
5: one of the shows, if you've got
3: that. Yeah, I, I talked to Steve totally. about that. I said He's
5: maybe I could right try now. to get, maybe I could yeah. try to get Jessica and Ryan both on the
3: podcast. Absolutely, you man. know, might be busy yeah, for a week or uh, two, but uh, I, I try, I try them in a month or so.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely something that we uh, that we ta- that we talked about potentially, uh, you know, trying trying to get to happen. Uh, I think Jim, that right. was probably I th- I think that was probably around the. Uh, around the time that we were planning all of those uh all of those other survivor podcasts that uh that yeah, we ended was. up uh, we was. ended up putting off to the side uh for the yeah. time being but it was yeah, definitely it was.
5: something that we discussed though yeah it was but i i mean i yeah i i talked i talked to uh i talked to Jessica, you know, his wife that was on Survivor um <laughs> So, um, I mean, we 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 might could make it happen. You know, it, it'd be pretty cool to have Ryan Stanek on a uh, Sports Whispers pod. Oh, definitely.
0: And you know, hear he about has... his
5: hear about his hear about his thoughts about pitching and different hitters, different teams. Yeah. You know, I mean, we feel. You know, this isn't the first time that
1: we've had. Uh, you know that we've that you've had contact with uh, with uh, a baseball player either because we uh, we ended up having uh, what's his name from uh, from Chicago. In uh, I think he's still in Sports Whispers actually. Ian Stewart. Ian Stewart. That's right.
5: Huh. Yeah. Right. Really? Yep.
1: Yeah, so uh I still, mean, it's, uh, it's definitely something that we still, should, that we still, could look at. Uh, still
5: friends still friends with him. Yeah,
1: you know, that's something that I think we I think we could definitely potentially look at. I mean, obviously, you know, once the season is over and everything and uh he's back to uh uh, you know, he has uh,
5: quite a bit of time off until uh until spring training.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well,
5: I mean it I mean it, it it may work because there's a couple of different connections there, you know. Um he's a Razorback, I'm a Razorback. Um she was on Survivor and everybody knows me from Survivor. Um I know her, I know her mom. I know Cindy, that's her mom. Um, that's got to be
3: you guys can definitely make that happen. I would think a lot of connections. Yeah, there.
5: I, I think I think I think we probably could. I think we could probably make it happen when the season's over.
3: Help her with you guys. Help her with publicity. You guys want to talk to her husband as a friendly podcast? I think it's a it's a win win. I think she, she sounds classy. She would honor yeah. the request. She'd have her. She'd have yeah, her husband, I mean, I think honest, I think I
5: think it would be really cool because it would kind of yeah. be a a fifty fifty podcast. We'd have him. Talking yeah. about baseball, and we could have yeah. Jessica talking about Survivor. Work, well, and I mean we could even have her mom talking about dealing with all of it, her daughter, and her son-in-law. <laughs> They're near. So yeah that that would be a that would probably be a very interesting podcast, Steve. Yeah, that would be a cool.
1: Uh, a cool joint uh night that we would that we would have where it would be a joint survivor and sports uh podcast.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Too. I don't know
1: if we would call I don't, yeah. I don't know if we would call it Sports Whispers Weekly for that night, but uh it would definitely <laughs> yeah. be um maybe,
5: maybe it you maybe know. it would be maybe it would be Survivor Survivor Sports Weekly. <laughs> maybe. Right yeah but
2: you, but, know, you know, uh,
1: another another thing another thing to uh to talk about as well is there's been kind of a, a little bit of speculation going around that uh after the Yankees got eliminated aaron judge's comments uh kind of caught the attention of a few uh of a few people that maybe perhaps judge yeah was kind of hinting that
5: he's done in uh-huh. New york. Well, yep. he, here's the, yep. here, here's my here's my thoughts on that. Don't be shocked if he leaves. Do not be shocked if he leaves. We've seen it before. You saw it with Freddie Freeman. You saw it with Mookie Betts. You see it with players all the time. And oh, Aaron you Aaron J- yeah. Aaron Judge is from California. He played college ball at Fresno State. San Francisco would be perfect for him.
3: I'd really, I'd really put those odds to seem very high that he is going to San Fran. And I know I'm not trying to bash the Yankees overly right now, but it's pretty. I think it's pretty obvious he really hasn't committed. He was getting booed at the end. That wasn't a good move by those Yankee fans,
5: right? And, uh, he he, that, didn't hey, happy. hey,
3: but I'd hey, but you know
5: what? That, I, that's Yankee,
3: that's Yankee fans, ain't it? <laughs> well, and then, then I I don't know if it's fact or fiction, but I I read yesterday on Facebook or somewhere that he he unfollowed the Yankees on Twitter, or wiped you know wiped that information off, which we've seen pro athletes do that before when they're when they've got one foot out the door. I mean all signs right. he's thrown up smoke signals that he's uh he's on the fence and if yeah. he loved the Yankees why would he not just commit I mean I think he's like trying to figure out a way I think he's already kind of out the door Yeah why he's why, why would a he way just, to let why, him down softly
5: Why won't he just come out and say I want to
3: stay with the Yankees Yeah yeah exactly unless the only shot they got, I would think, would be that he's going to just try to just jack up the, uh, you know, the price point. Where he's well, flirting the price with uh, is everyone else. There anyway. And then Cashman breaks down. Cashman's on the hot seat himself. They might just break down and just offer him the nope. world. You know, the blank nope, check Cash- that's only Cash- the only uh, evil empire can do. No, Cashman apparently, yeah, but, cashman but apparently the, is the,
5: the The thing about it, the thing about it, the Yankees already have so much money on the payroll
0: yes.
5: that other teams like the Giants
3: could offer way way more. That's right. a good point. And that so, is the, States, the though, either the way Gi- though. The Giants, the Giants are so starved for a power bat. You know, they've had like the, all these retreads, Evan Longoria, Posey left. I mean, they're ancient. Oh, yeah. They need, they need a, a good young. I mean, Judge is prime. They 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 <laughs> they can sorely use. They could, That would be a massive move for them. I mean, yeah. they'll offer him four hundred million. I could see four hundred million.
5: Oh, I could. I could too.
3: I could ten too. Years, and the ten thing years, is, million. the
5: thing is, he would be going home. You know, that's where he's from, it, it,
3: right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to put salt in the wound right. for the Yanks, but. Uh, I mean, I just see that. I see that move happening. I think he's I had it home. I I totally do. I mean,
5: could. you look at – I, I don't see him going anywhere else no. but San Francisco. They might talk no, about maybe the tra- Dodgers all they
3: want, I heard them, but that I don't think he's going role. there. Well, if they lose Trey Turner, maybe that frees them up. Maybe they land Judge. You never can count out the Dodgers. Just
5: because they have the Cali. Yeah, but yeah, but
3: the Dodgers
5: have already said if we lose Turner, we're going to sign
3: Correa. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good move. So,
5: yeah. So, I wonder where
3: Turner? You guys, have any idea where Turner's going?
5: Um. Either my He's thoughts awesome. are either Philly or the Yankees. Wow.
1: Oh yeah. I mean Turner Turner would be a huge upgrade over kiner Felipa. I'll put it that way, with that spectacular defense he put on in the uh
3: in the postseason
1: for the Yankees.
3: You know what I was thinking too guys, real quick on um, Judge. It's interesting, that the Yankees they not only added Ben Attendee, who was pretty darn good before he got injured. And oh my asked, god, I wish Bader.
5: Boston I wish Boston still Harris, had him.
3: They also added Harrison Bader. Maybe they were already planning for life without Judge. Possibly yeah,
5: that's a good point. That's a good point.
3: Yeah, I'm not trying to rub it mean, about Judge maybe leaving, but that's, that's another sign that maybe they yeah, already kind of yeah. knew that something was going on. Let's, that, get, yeah. let's get a couple guys for life after Aaron. Yeah, that's I a good mean, point. What, that's a good
1: point. Vue, what... Are, Lou, what are your thoughts on that? The fact that I'm, I mean, I know I know you're a Yankee fan. Uh, yes. You know, what are your thoughts on the on the fact that uh, you know with them bringing in Ben and Tendi, you know, maybe perhaps <clears throat> they may have already been preparing
2: since
1: since the beginning for Judge. Today. I
2: did hear some rumors about that might be in that uh, the Giants might be in, in uh, taking him, but until I see anything sign on the dot line, I'm not buying it. So they can make all the rumors they want. They can get in uh, any rumors they want, but until I hear it's on online,
3: I don't believe Judge is leaving. I really don't. I appreciate that. You know, I been, mean, and you don't want to yeah. have to think of it. We'll see what happens. They still got a shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree. So also, I agree. Something,
1: also, something to note too is the a little bit of a rumor killer here uh he apparently never followed the Yankees on any of his social media accounts so hmm. that oh, is okay. uh a little bit of a rumor killer there for anybody who was <laughs> you know uh-huh. anybody on Twitter anybody on Twitter who uh who pays attention to every athlete's social media account no, uh um, <laughs> my, no, 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 no! I'm talking. I'm, 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 am I'm, I'm trying to link this over to the uh, Saints wow. as well because the Saints they had Alvin Kamara. Uh, you know, he removed all mentions of the Saints from his Twitter and, and Instagram as well, which has led people to think mm-hmm. that maybe perhaps he's on the move before the deadline this Tuesday. Uh, Might go to the Eagles. You know, yeah, that's uh, that's but, the thing I heard, but. The problem is is that the Eagles would have to give up ha, would have to give back
3: that first round pick in order to get them. Yeah. They're sitting on a top five pick right yeah. now. They have two number ones next
0: yeah. year. We'll see. Yeah, we'll but, see man.
5: But 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 I I I I will still say this. Um I don't I don't care if you played six, eight, ten seasons with a team. Um, if you get the opportunity to go home to where you're from right. and yeah. play where you always wanted to play, that's got something to do with it. You have to consider oh, that with him 100%. and the Giants. It also seems like... Obviously-
3: obviously- his parents are around a lot at the stadium, you know what I mean? they I, I assume their the whole family's Cali Roots. I mean, you know, it's just like he seems like a very family hometown kind of guy. Yeah. Not like a merchant. Oh, my, my my wife my wife went to Fresno
5: State and she don't know a whole lot about baseball, but she knows about Aaron Judge. Yeah. And she loves Aaron Judge because he went to Fresno State. Nice. Jim that
3: would yeah, be that, that, that would was, be like
1: if i was uh that would be like if if say i was drafted by San Diego and i was playing for San Diego this season you know they had they had lost in the n l c s and everything and you know a bright future ahead and say i entered free agency and the Boston Red sox came calling. I'm sorry. Exactly. I, don't, I don't care how I don't I don't care how good my position is in, in San Diego. If I see <laughs> that I have the chance to to play every day to mm-hmm. play, you know, for the for the exactly. Boston Red Sox,
5: exactly. you know, my
1: hometown team, and, I'm jumping yeah. as quickly. I, I'm I'm telling him, give me that contract and let me sign it as quickly
5: as possible. Right, yeah. and the other the other thing the other thing I mean we got to be honest with the Yankees. I mean. How long's it been since they've done anything? I mean, I mean, what's Aaron Judge looking at? What am I leaving? I ain't leaving nothing cuz we ain't done nothing in years.
1: I All mean, right, let's take into account that Yankees roster. You look you look at who that at, at who they've brought in uh in terms of you know position players. They are essentially a home run or strikeout type roster at this point. You know, there's yeah. no middle part of that. I mean, hell, you, you look at their, their big acquisition of Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, you know, he was great the first Incredible. couple of years, but now he's turned into a home run or strikeout type pitcher. I mean, he batted 188 right, that's the problem. in the postseason.
5: He batted 211 in the regular season. Yeah, and they don't—they 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 don't don't have a Rollis Chapman on the roster now. Thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's gone. No, he's—he's gone. Period. What a what a bum!
2: What a bum!
5: (laughs) I I didn't know if I was supposed to be there. it ain't clear.
2: He's a bum. But but a
5: bum that's making a buttload of money. From the Yankees. Trying to kick his butt all the way back to where
2: he came
0: from. <laughs>
3: no wonder we didn't win. Stanton embodies everything that's been wrong with the Cashman Yankees the last five or seven or eight years.
0: Yeah.
3: And then they finally went against that and finally sobered up and added uh, Ben Attendee, but he gets injured they just it's yeah. like they've refused to go small ball that just that, ball. that, that they actually you want
5: that that Fear
3: League softball big big hackers it's like it doesn't work in the postseason that
5: actually was a good yeah. move adding Benny but he just yep. got hurt yeah that was yeah. a smart move it, that was a smart move
1: and also, he was supposed to be back, but he ended up suffering a setback. So he essentially was yeah. ruled out for the entire playoffs.
5: Otherwise, yeah. he was supposed to have been back in time for the playoff run to begin. Uh, and but, now he, now he, now he's a free agent. He's a free agent.
1: I would love it. I would love it if uh, if Heim would come to his senses and real and. And come begging to Benintendi, saying, "I'm sorry, I fucked up by trading you for the worst for the worst hitter to have ever put on a Red Sox uniform."
5: <laughs> please, please you come have back you to
0: did us.
5: Well, I've told you my prediction. I think he's going to end up in St. Louis. St. Unfortunately,
3: St. Louis, yeah,
5: yeah. St. Louis
1: does need, yeah, they do need some, uh, they do need some outfield help. Oh, yeah, and, nice he, and
5: he's a uh, he's an Arkansas Razorback, so St. Louis would be kind of the team he was watching. So I, I just think he fits in with with St. Louis. To the Cardinals, wow. Schwarber, the, the Phillies. Kyle well, Big Al. Kyle, Kyle Schwarber just hit a dinger and Philly has closed it to 5 to 3.
2: Uh oh, here we go again. Hey.
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: Heimbel. Regarding the Cardinals though, they have the best prospect in a while close to coming up Jordan Walker, he's an outfielder. Just something to consider. I know they do need some help though. Uh yeah, I mean they could use they could use another outfielder too. So, he, wow, he was that, at Memphis. He was at Memphis, wasn't he? Who's that Jordan Walker? Yeah, he's oh, okay. 30, okay. thirty, thirty, thirty. He's nine. He just turned nineteen years old. Okay, he hasn't played Triple A at Memphis yet. Oh yeah, Jim no, looks I, like yeah, they're. Oh, I wasn't sure. Yeah, Memphis, he is yet to play there. This guy's like a prodigy, though. It's like a Dave. Jim guy looks guy like they're everyone.
1: reviewing it. They're reviewing it. Looks like it yeah. might yeah. have gone foul. Good. Uh-oh.
3: Hey, surprised the yeah, don't it's have hard some, to tell I'm surprised the Astros don't have some cheating mechanism where it can literally blow that's really off.
5: that's it's really hard
3: out. to tell I don't
2: know
1: yeah they've taken it off the uh they they've taken it off the scoreboard right now
2: yeah let's
1: see that
5: looks like that might have been foul yep yeah sure, huh? sure, the, sure the, yellow. Yellow. the big it the, biggest, the, yellow. the biggest the biggest the biggest indication is schwarber. Is back up there holding the bat. Ball, right, right.
3: That was a great that was camera so much angle judge. That, that. that was a great camera angle. That last one, you could see it disappear behind you know, the. It's yard. Be on
2: base anyway, so it'll be five to two, not five three.
5: That's five
1: uh, one. No, no, there was no there. There was somebody on base, so
3: it'll be five. It would be five
2: three.
3: Why are they showing no one on base? There was a man on uh, base. Yeah. Yeah, there was it's a on second.
2: Weird. Mm. Okay, this is odd. Uh, huh.
3: maybe the wow. Astros They're still reviewing <laughs> it, though. The Astros, cool. Astros Tor- Tor- literally Tor- cheated. The Astros Tor- got rid of the Schor- update runner. Schor- Torber Shor- oh. is a monster. He hit the next loud away to the warning drag. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. The runner's wow. back on first.
5: He's a monster. Okay, now now it's up there. <laughs> Oh,
3: I don't know why that's the Reds. No Sox idea. Didn't. I got I still have no idea how, quite, how this guy but, hits leadoff. I have no idea. I'm still out of touch with the new uh, new baseball intellect. Of uh, let's yeah, get... I mean Aaron, it's, Aaron it's it's really it's
5: really different now. <laughs> they it,
3: it's not yeah. like
5: it used to be. It used to be you you put your leadoff hitter as a guy that could get base hits, steal bases. Now yes. They put leadoff hitters as guys that can go deep at doubles
0: right oh, so, yeah
5: <laughs> yeah you, you know what though, um the reason why, uh, I, the reason hey, why hey, wait, uh, let me let me add let me add to that, Steve, I think it'll change next season when the new rule comes in, yeah that you can't do those shifts, you can't do yeah. the shift, yeah, so yeah. base hits are gonna come back into play base hits, and stolen bases are going to come back into play. And we may go back to how baseball used to be. That's, That's right. What we
1: need. You know, here's part of the reason. Jim, you asked earlier why the you have no idea why the Red Sox uh, wouldn't resign him. Uh, first, the Red Sox didn't even give him an offer. And the reason is, is because uh, I read about this earlier today. Uh the reason is is because they didn't want to have both him and J D Martinez on the roster making close to twenty million. Especially with J D now leaving this uh this this uh postseason.
3: What's the deal with Bogart? Is he leaving?
5: Uh yeah. they're working on it, but chances are yeah, no, he's leaving. He, he... Yeah, he's he's leaving. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. JD's gone. Ivaldi's gone. They're all gone. They're gone. Well, I don't know. I
1: think Ivaldi. They may try to give him the uh, the qualifying offer. He's like the one person. on that. He's the one person that they that they feel could potentially. What I'm just saying,
5: i mean no you know, i' mean, totally i'm'm laugh, I'm laughing you been, I'm laughing at you, because you' have been telling me about that j about j d oh, I think he's gonna get qualifying offer. and, I, and I'm like, dude, they don't want well, this sumbitch no more well that was and, that was before <laughs> I knew that the qualifying offer was nineteen mil Jim <laughs> oh.
2: I thought it was
1: different, I thought it was different for position, I thought it was different per position. But no, apparently it's the same thing. It's
5: it's nineteen mil. Period. Right. Well, I think the thing with Nate, I think, I don't think the Red Sox will give him no more than a year or two, and I think other teams would give him four. So he's right. gone. Yeah,
1: and he, you you know gone. I'm looking at I'm... I'm looking at the Yankees uh, free agent list as well, and there's quite a Rizzo, view, We may see Rizzo's
5: a, already said he's gone. Yeah, we may see a drastically different
1: Yankees roster next year. We have Judge. Ew. We have Chapman. Well, fans will be excited to see Chapman leave anyways. Uh, Rizzo. I
0: yeah.
1: will. <laughs> Britain, Zach Britton Britain, is a free agent. Yeah, Britton's gone. Severino is a free agent, but but they do have a club option on him though, so maybe they may bring him back. Uh Benintendi's a free agent. Tyon is a free agent. James uh, James and Tyon. Uh they get and in return.
5: Benny's leaving. Benny's leaving.
1: Dad Green wow.
5: is a free agent. Matt
1: Carpenter is a
5: free agent. They don't they I don't mean, want Carpenter. A,
1: there's a whole bunch, a whole bunch of names, of recognizable names on this list right now, that, uh, you know, I, 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 the only person I really see them potentially bringing back is Severino.
5: Well, and the thing with Yankee fans, they will want the Yankees to somehow end up with Shohei, yeah. Trout.
0: <laughs> we say, Show Trey, me the money. Turner,
5: Trey Turner, Verlander, DeGrom, Thunder. Yankee fans will want them to come up with all of those players. Right. And if they don't, they'll say, oh, my God, that son of a bitch won't spend no damn money.
3: Right. Just to get you know, Jim,
1: biggest... I'm, I'm, Jim, I'm looking – I'm looking at the uh, Red Sox, uh, the Red Sox free agency list. They have Chris Sale, who probably won't be a free agent because he has a player option, and you know damn well he's going to accept it so that uh, so that he can he can make money without having to pitch. Uh, <laughs> you have Martina. Martinez and Bogarts are likely gone. You have Hosmer, who has a player option. But let's face it, he's going to take it so that he can make money without having to hit. Uh, yeah. Evaldi, ivaldi has gone. Paxton, I think the Sox may – well, actually, I think theirs is a mutual option. I don't think it's a club option. Uh, no. I think the Sox may decline, but Paxton may accept Ooh. so that oh. it will be less money. What a play I am behind. Did we just <laughs> – Oh, okay. I was gonna say I'm behind. Did we just get an uh, get an update? Oh, bottom. The, uh, now go to the bottom of the eighth. Uh, yeah. Bye bye. Bye bye. Harper's hitting streak.
2: Mm. They had runners on the first and third with two outs, and then it popped up.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, I just saw it.
5: That was that was close to a collision, actually, right there though. Yeah, I got it. Okay, Steve, I think, to your point, I think the Red Sox lose uh, Bogarts. I think they lose J.D. I think they lose Evaldi. I think
0: uh,
5: Sale, of course, is going to stay. Um, I think they'll try to re-sign Waka. Um, they'll probably try to re-sign Hill because it's cheap.
0: Yeah, but he's
5: only he, he's only a part time player. Um, yeah. The the big, I mean the big thing is do they extend Raffy and I don't think they will. I think they'll do the same dumbass shit they did with X and and Mookie and let him ride it out and not get nothing for him and watch him walk away.
1: Exactly it's unfortunate. It's a, it's a real shame the fact that they uh that uh you know, especially with Bogart's the fact that he's been with this team since 2013 when uh when he became a part of that 2013 World Series winning team. Uh you know, it's it, it is a real shame the fact that uh the Sox don't value loyalty anymore. Well, they value loyalty but they value it in uh yeah, you're gonna stay with that twenty million dollars that you currently have on your contract instead of uh us giving you a raise. You're gonna stay at that twenty million dollar mark. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean the red
5: a- the Red Sox the Red Sox philosophy is Oh, okay. We know you can make thirty million a season if you leave but you're a Red Sox, so you need to hang yeah. around and stay for $20 million a season. And a player is going to say, at their age, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah,
1: Jim. Cause don't Apparently you know, so. don't you know John Henry? Don't you know John Henry needs that extra money so that he can spend it on soccer and hockey?
3: Well... Players and now we don't want the basketball team.
1: Players yeah. don't do now, that
5: shit no more. They don't do it no more. <laughs>
1: yeah, and and now we want the basketball team
5: apparently. So, well. Uh, get ready for the Red They don't Sox do to go down they don't they don't do that. They don't do that. They don't do that anymore. So, um Freddy Freddie Freeman proved that. Freddie Freeman with all his years in Atlanta, he proved that don't matter. I'm well, taking the
1: money. Well, actually, there's something that came out about that because apparently Freeman's agent failed; uh, didn't bother to tell Freeman before he signed with the Dodgers that the Braves mm-hmm. had come back with one last offer that was pretty damn close to the Dodgers' offer. And Freeman has gone on record uh, when he was asked about the media, or to this, uh, you know, about this from the media. He said he would have resigned with the Braves if he
5: was made aware of that offer. Okay. All right. Let me ask you this, Steve.
0: You're you're
5: Freddie. You're Freddie Freeman. You're the right. one. You're the one that is the person that is leaving or staying. You have an agent you're in touch with. Don't you know what each team has offered if you're Freddie Freeman? You
0: should. You would
5: think so. Yeah, so... To me, honestly, to me it sounds like that was Freddie's way out with the Atlanta Braves fans. There ain't no way in hell Freddie didn't know what was on the table between Atlanta and the Dodgers. There ain't no way he didn't know.
0: Yeah,
1: I did find it kind of surprising myself when that first uh, when that information first came out. Uh, what's it called? Um, when he made his return to Atlanta with the Dodgers this yeah. year. Yeah, I thought
5: that, it was pretty that's, surprising. That's that's Freddie saving face. That's all that is.
3: Yep. Instead Ooh, of Freddie, I,
5: instead of Freddie saying, "Hey, I took the money." He says, oh, I didn't know. Oh, my God. I didn't know. Uh Bullshit. He knew.
2: Dumbass.
1: Bullshit. My God. Jim, I'm taking a look at the Mets free agent list. Take a look at these names. Jacob DeGrom. Carlos Carrasco. Edwin Uh Diaz. Chris Bassett. Trevor May. Taiwan Walker, Brandon Nemo, Michael Givens, Tyler Naquin, and Adam Ottavino.
3: about. I would be.
1: The I would be there, interested there.
5: in. I would be interested in Degrom. May. Um. You mentioned another pitcher.
3: Diaz yeah, is apparently going to come back.
5: No, yeah. not him. Not um, him. Walker. Yeah.
3: Bassett. Chris Bassett?
5: Not Walker. No. Gibbons? No.
3: Not Bassett. Bassett?
5: Yeah, Chris Bassett. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bassett.
5: Yeah. DeGrom, Bassett. I would be interested
3: in them. Nemo's like from has... It- the Rockies are going to uh, apparently really throw a ton of money for uh, Brandon Nemo. Yeah,
5: yeah I, I, he he lives close I agree with you. I think I think Nemo's about to get rich.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's got. Well, I mean, he's his market to value down.
1: Yeah, it says his market value is around twenty-one, twenty-two million, according to
5: spotify I told I told Steve a couple of nights ago. I wouldn't mind
3: seeing the Red Sox go after him. I wouldn't he's a, good ball player. he's a perfect prototypical old school the actual the, the real the old school leadoff hitters he must a good player, not great, but he's good. Let's see. Let me
1: look at who does l a have well uh well, they do. They they say that Tur- they're expecting Turner to make around thirty three million per year in his next deal. That's shabby. Anybody who signs uh, Trey Turner, uh, Kershaw. Kershaw is around thirty one point three mil. Ooh, they got Turner. They got Turner also heading to free okay. agency. Top nine. They got it Turner, they got Jerry Gallo. They got Gallo. Trevor Bauer, but but Bauer is probably uh probably blacklisted at this point after those uh after those issue that issue that he had uh with uh, uh what's it called? Uh sexual assault, I guess. I I don't even know if that's even solved yet. Yeah. Or if
3: they're uh if that's still ongoing. He's reinstated next year. I don't think they're in a rush to re sign that guy, but he should be able to land somewhere. I mean I don't I'm not a fan of his. He's an elite pitch. Oh my
1: god, has Kimbrell's value dropped. Kimbrell's value yeah. has dropped yeah. by around ten million. Yeah.
0: He's uh that's a they're big drop. expecting
1: him to make they're expecting him to make around six million dollars for uh, for per year for whatever uh, deal he signs. So his value
5: has greatly diminished. If if the Red Sox want to make a splash, they need to sign Jacob Degrom and Dansby Swanson. Yes, give me Swanson. Oh yeah. Give me if you're
1: not gonna bring back uh Bogart to give me Dansby Swanson all day. Yeah. Yes. I don't care about Correa. Correa is probably going elsewhere. I don't care about Turner, he's probably headed elsewhere. Give yeah. me Swanson.
5: And you know and and, and that's the death. thing. That that would be that would be a good PR move for the Red Sox too. Because the fans aren't gonna like losing Bogarts, but if you bring in Swanson to replace him at his age, they'll get over losing Bogarts.
0: Right.
1: Right. Yeah, uh, but but knowing Haim, though, he's gonna go dumpster diving and bring out. Uh, let me look and see. Actually, let me let
5: well, me see well, what shortstop. Well, we'll pro- are on we'll the probably market. try to go. We'll probably. Try to go back in the past and and sign Mark Belanger from the Baltimore Orioles for about a hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, let me look and see
5: who's, who's a free agent. Uh,
1: who could who could be so, who could be somebody that would be considered a uh, that would be yeah. considered a um, what's it called a bargain <laughs> bin. A bargain bin free agent. Uh, let's see. Here. Oh, here we go. Aldemus Diaz. Or
5: or Jose Iglesias, actually.
2: <laughs> yeah. Jose
5: Iglesias.
1: Or, or what, Jose about, Iglesias what about Simmons? From the Rockies.
5: Yeah, what about Simmons? Isn't he available?
1: Mm, nope. He's not listed. Oh, really? I, think, I thought he was a free agent. I think agent. Simmons. I think so. Yeah. No, I don't think. Uh, Andrew Androwton Simmons? Yeah.
2: Hang on. I thought he was a free agent. Well.
3: Oh, yeah, he's he is a free agent, a actually. Okay. He was a Twins and then he was on a few other teams recently. He's been bouncing around a lot. Yeah, he is, he, yeah. He is a free agent, yeah. actually.
5: Yeah, what about, wait, I, oh, my God, I got another one on the tip of my tongue. What's his name? Oh, my God, he's been bounced around. Oh, oh my God. And, and he used to be pretty good. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't think of his name. He was on the Rangers. Elvis Andrews. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Yep. Yep, he's on there. He only made 700000 this year. Yeah. There's there's another possibility. Hey, look that. <laughs> yeah, that would that would be a perfect candidate.
5: Yeah, there's another possibility for the Red Sox. Bargain <laughs> bargain bin shopping.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Jump. they're going to the dollar store again. <laughs> Actually, now a dollar twenty-five, and I like that place. Speaking of bargain, uh, yeah,
5: not good for Speaking a bargain. I really, bin, uh... I really think, I really think and and they may only sign one but i'm kind of thinking it's going to be two um i really think they're going to spend on at least one player and i kind of think they're going to spend on two and that's going to be it and i think one of them's going to be a uh a everyday player and one of them's going to be a pitcher
1: Yeah, I think that would be uh, because I mean let's face it, they're, the God. only other person I could think I could think of uh, them uh, specifically going after would be. Well, actually, no, they they won't be going after Vasquez because uh, Vasquez, uh, you know, they're comfortable right now with the serial uh, masturbator and yeah. uh, and Connor Wong <laughs> who can't hit for shit yeah. as uh, okay. as their I think fandom. I
5: think so, I think the I think the everyday player they'll target will be a shortstop to replace Bogart's well, unfortunately but yeah So I Miles think it'll be balling. I think they'll I think they'll either target Turner, Correa or Swanson and I pray to god it's Swanson Ooh.
1: Yeah the, supposedly they were in on Correa before they ended
5: up getting uh, story in
0: free am
1: just, just spring training, I'm
5: just not that high on Correa. I'd rather have Swanson or Turner.
1: Right. And it it
5: says but the I market think,
1: value is around I, 31 million for Correa. Yeah, and,
5: and I think I think the Phillies are going to have a lot to do with this because I think right. that's going to be their number one target is a shortstop.
0: So it's going to yeah.
5: kind of depend on who they get as to who's left.
1: I still think it'll be I still think it'll be Bogart. He has the uh, con- he has the connection with uh hey, with Dombrowski. Yeah, and, he has and the, I connection the with Cubs. So. He
5: I know the Cubs the Cubs wanna sign a, a big time shortstop. Oh Jim so. no I have a perfect
1: replacement. Uh it won't be uh, Elvis Andrus. It'll be Devin Marrero. <laughs> the guy that we had traded away for um He was the, he was the guy that we traded uh for uh Josh Taylor to the Diamondbacks.
5: Yeah, Steve, if saying, we're gonna do Steve, Steve, if the Red Sox are gonna do all that, they just need to bring Mayer up and let him play. Exactly. Or bring or bring up uh, bring up Jeter
3: Downs and have him
1: be an everyday shortstop until until Mayor is ready. Yeah,
3: I have no idea what they're doing in Boston, Steve. I have to feel for for the fans. They're,
1: it's fucking horrible. Ever since they brought back,
3: uh <laughs> that although, is horrible, you know the one horrible. thing that makes even worse
1: the one thing, the one thing I'll say <laughs> about 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 Heim though is he claims that. They're going to spend this offseason, and it won't be just free agency. It'll also be by way of trade. So it kind of makes me wonder what they're up to, because the reason why Haim was brought in was to rebuild the farm system, which he's done a pretty wait, shitty uh, job uh, of doing. And wait,
5: and wait, to be fair, Steve, he has done that. We have a he good has, farm yes. system. We do. We have a really good farm system. Right. But, but at what point, at what point do you bring them up and let them play? Exactly.
1: You know, that's why I'm kind of anticipating maybe perhaps they may shop uh, Eric Hosmer this off season as well because of the fact that they want, they probably want Casas to be an everyday first baseman.
5: Oh, that I agree with the, that. I think, I think, I think Coss is, is the first baseman Definitely. next season. No doubt, no doubt. Well, that, well I, then think maybe Hos- I think Hosmer is a DH unless right. they move him.
1: And another thing, too, that would be attractive to a team that would be looking to acquire him is the fact that they would only have to pay the minimum. They would only have to pay him the minimum because uh, San Diego is, paying the rest of his
5: contract. Right. But he has to approve it. He has a no trade clause. He has to approve it. Oh, does he still? I thought that was just yeah. for you, you, you can't you can't just trade him anywhere. So Oh, okay. I thought that I thought that was just for um No. No, when he got when he got traded to the Red Sox that part of his contract kicked in. And he has a no trade now, unless he approves it, (laughs) for the next three
3: years. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) So you got
5: you're gonna have to you're gonna have to trade him to a contender or a city that he wants to be in.
1: Just fucking
5: beautiful. Yeah, yeah, good, good job. Good job, Bloom. <laughs>
0: 13 million dollars.
1: Although
5: technically we're only counting for
1: he's only we're only counting for 720,000 technically uh for him. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of a good job by Bloom because I mean, yeah, it's bad that he has a no-trade no trade clause, run. but at least we're not paying him we're not paying him the full uh the full contract that uh that we would have had to pay him
3: if we had just
1: acquired yeah. him straight up.
5: And I, I, I mean, he may he may do okay as a DH because he he hits lefties pretty good and he hits righties. So I mean, he may be a good DH and a good backup yeah. first baseman. And you don't have to pay him much. DH. Yeah, we don't have to pay him much because San Diego is paying him.
1: The other option is to have Casas, D.H., because uh, I believe they said Hosmer uh, was actually an upgrade when it came to fielding. Well, then again, anybody was an upgrade over Franchi, so... I guess there's that. As you can tell, I'm very bitter about them about them bringing in Franchi and deciding to make. Yeah, him a I, face I, face I I, well, I, mean, that. I mean, let's
5: let's let's face it. Let's face it. They traded Andrew Benintendi for Franchi Cordero. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: What a Seriously. Really. <laughs> yes. Say what. <laughs> For Frenchie Cord- Cordero,
5: you traded who... a Gold Glove winner, All Star for Frenchie Cordero. Yeah, for for a, for a dude like who uh, and it
2: is
5: for for a, for a <laughs> dude
1: who didn't who didn't even uh you
2: That's know nobody news.
1: nobody knew it nobody knew if he was going to be a. uh uh, if he was going to be a bust, or if he would finally break through, and also the soccer didn't get won. Winkowski in that deal too, though. So the cheaters, the cheaters yeah,
3: have you the series.
5: Them. Yeah, uh, Houston. Houston just closed it out. They beat the Phillies five two. It's one game apiece. Best
3: guys, I'm gonna now. I'm gonna hop off. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. All right, thanks for being here, hey, man. Ducks. All right, guys, I'll catch up with you guys on the shows next week. Have a great night.
0: You too. All right, bye-bye. Have a good weekend.
5: Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah, Yeah, you know, how the hell, I mean, seriously, I mean, what the, I don't want, I I mean, it's crazy to can't. I can't even imagine that. I can't even sit there and contemplate that. I'm gonna trade Andrew Benintendi for Frenchie Cordero. Yeah. And they did also like, get Winkowski. What the hell are you thinking? Yeah, I
1: mean I mean I can I can handle them getting Winkowski because Winkowski is actually given a shit while up at the major league level a little bit. But uh yeah, Cordero, I'm yeah, no. No. Uh I you know I I I'm, I'm I I have nothing I have nothing else to say about Cordero
0: cause,
1: <laughs> I mean seriously you I guess, I guess having a gold glove wasn't enough to keep
5: uh, Benintendi in town uh, even though yeah, he had they, a horrible year that they year. haven't announced they haven't announced it this season but he's nominated again this season for another gold glove yeah nice job Heim. Nice job, <laughs> nice job, Heim. But, <laughs>
1: uh, but but hey, he's building the he's building the prospect pool.
5: Yeah. When does After that ever all. pay off, though? That's the question. When are we going to see it pay off? When are these guys coming up and and playing and making us? Oh my god he knew what he was doing Look how good they are When are they I going would to come still, up and play I would rather still
1: have Dombrowski And you know I said this Even when we let go of Dombrowski I said, it was, I said it was a big mistake That Boston was making By getting rid of Dombrowski And look at what he's done over in Philly He's brought, uh, he's brought Philly to the World Series and three wins now, three wins away from a uh, from a potential World Series championship. Every yeah. single, and, and and by the way, that that's the first time uh, he's the first executive in MLB history to lead four different organizations to a World Series: the Marlins, yeah. then the Tigers, then the Red Sox, and now the Phillies. Yep. Yeah, that's
2: but look true. at the Marlins and Tigers now. Ah. Yeah, see that's you know
5: that's the other that's the other side of the equation. He, it depends on what you want. He he has the philosophy of win now. I'm going to get the players. I'll trade every damn player I got in the farm system to get players I want to win now. So do you buy into that philosophy or not? Because that's what he's done everywhere he's been because after he's left everywhere they have suffered suffered at what he left behind. So what do you want? Do you want Win now, win now. Dump your farm system, or do you want? Let's build it and develop our players. It depends on what you want. Yeah. I mean, look at it like this. look at it like this, Jim. If you can't keep
1: a farm a consistent farm system, that you have to sell your players in order to uh, in order to rebuild your farm system does that speak more about the players or does that speak more about how you guys draft the fact that you can't, that you can't draft uh, successfully, uh, you know, you can't uh, draft players that will be able to develop into
5: potential major league,
1: uh, into potential
5: major league players. Well, Dombrowski's, Dombrowski's strategy has always been, about prospects, they're just prospects. We don't know. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a 50-50 chance they turn out good. There's a 50-50 chance they turn out bad. If I can get a quality player for him, I'm going to do it. I mean, Jim, it's kind of
1: like the Patriots.
5: The Patriots
1: yeah. are on the clock and they have the opportunity to take DK Metcalf, but instead they decide to take Nikhil Harry, who hasn't had a meaningful game of football ever since he got drafted. You know, it's it almost comes down to the point of, okay, you know, if you have to rely on selling your players so that you can rebuild your farm system, maybe it's not you know, you know, maybe it's not the fact that you're trading all of these prospects. Maybe it's the fact that you just can't draft because you make stupid decisions. Instead of going with talent, you go with value. And, oh, this player can I, I play think, multiple positions.
5: I, I think there's a middle line there. I think when you're looking at your prospects – You have to see three or four that you know, oh, I really think they're going to pan out. And I'm not letting them go. And then you have to know there's five or six or seven over here that everyone thinks is pretty good. I'm just not that sure they're going to pan out. So I will be willing to deal them. But it's like right now, with Boston, you don't trade mayor, you don't trade casas that I mean
3: right yeah no. there's and
5: and and there's more there's three or four more down there that you should not consider trading um, and you have to be willing to wait for a season or two before they come up. Yeah, but you know that
1: uh, that drafting uh, the you know the uh, player that they just the the shortstop that they just drafted, uh, you know this past uh, this past draft, it really made me wonder right from the very beginning. I'm like, okay, so you just took Meyer, now you're drafting another shortstop. Does that mean either a you're banking on Bogarts leaving, or b? Are you planning on now trading Meyer? I mean, it's kind of, it's been kind of confusing because that's that's literally the first thing that I thought of was, or uh, or maybe, now or, maybe trade
5: Meyer. or maybe they thought well, Xavier's leaving. We're going to have Meyer just about ready, and now we'll have this guy coming up behind him in case Meyer doesn't turn out like we thought he would. We got this other guy. Yeah, it
1: could be it could be that way
5: too. It it it's really really it. tricky. It's really tricky when you put on the general manager's cap and you have to make those decisions. It's really tricky. But so far with Bloom yeah. with with the Red Sox, when he puts a hat on, <laughs>
0: yeah, except
5: for Trevor's story, he ain't gonna spend no damn money. He ain't gonna right. do it, especially with the pitching. I- he ain't gonna spend no damn money on pitching, and I don't understand that. I don't understand why you don't spend money no, on I, pitching. I think, <laughs> uh, and the the
1: thing that the thing that just blew my mind is the fact that when they when they mentioned that they never even made an offer to to Kyle Schwarber, it was like. Well, what the fuck were you doing this entire, this entire offseason? Were you basically sitting with your thumb up your ass or something the entire offseason? That you weren't doing anything? Oh, no. You signed you signed Matt Strom and Jake Diekman, who surprisingly, you got the serial masturbator in exchange for this, uh, <laughs> this trade deadline. Surprisingly, you were able to turn that into a positive. Even though he had an ERA of
5: like five out of the bullpen. Yeah. And look and I mean, look at Schwarber. Happened. Look at look at look at the season Schwarber had. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, that's 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 what you have to expect when you uh, when you go dumpster diving, uh, because you don't want to spend money unless you really have to, like like what happened with uh, with uh Trevor Story and by the way you know Tra- Trevor Story he said in an interview uh towards the end of the season he said I'm not going back to play shortstop so they better resign they better be resigning Bogarts I did
5: not agree to a contract with the Red Sox to go back to play shortstop well they're not going to resign X no, they aren't, unfortunately. They're, they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to try to get uh um, Swanson, Correa or Turner and if they don't they'll have to sign Colton Wong to play second and tell Trevor, Sorry baby, you gotta play shortstop. Didn't mean it to happen this way, but oh well. And what's unfortunate too is he
1: doesn't he, he doesn't have the arm that he that he had in Colorado anymore.
5: He's perfect at so, second base. He's exactly. Perfect. He's perfect at second base, which is why he signed to play second base because he even he knows
1: you know he's lost a bit of arm strength in his arm in his throwing arm, so. Him playing second is the perfect uh you know the perfect position for him at this point in his career
3: I
5: still think and <laughs> of course they probably won't do it I still think they need to sign Swanson number 1 and if they can't <laughs> Turner number 2 and they'll have Shorten and second and then Extend Raffy at third. You got Casas at first. Your infield set for the next ten years.
3: Right.
1: You know, you know, Jim. I, uh, I want, I want to bring up something uh, that uh, obviously we haven't talked a lot of wrestling uh, on the podcast for God knows how many weeks. I want to I want to ask you what do you th- what do you think of the job that Triple H has done since taking over for Vince McMahon as the uh
5: as the head of uh, WWE Oh it it it's been it's been like uh day and night. I mean the morale's up. He's making good moves. He's bringing back people that should be there. He's doing things that fans want to see. I mean, the excitement is back up. Um, I mean, we've always—I mean, through the years, we've always known this day would eventually come. We didn't know how. We didn't know if it would be because Vince passed away. We didn't know if it would be because Vince retired. But we knew eventually this day would come, and it wouldn't be Stephanie. It wouldn't be Shane. It would be Triple H in charge. And I think he's doing great. I love what he's doing.
1: And especially the big thing uh, was bringing back Bray Wyatt who, by the way, in the short time that he has been back
5: with the company, is already outselling the bloodline
1: in terms
3: of merchandise.
5: Right, right. Well, he brought, he brought him back. He brought Stroman back.
3: Um, we saw uh,
5: Emma come back. I mean, and... There's a rumor
1: they signed... Uh, there's a rumor they brought back Chelsea Green after uh she was uh that let would go be a, that following would her be that would tough be that would be
5: that would be a good move i like chelsea and yeah the, the rumor is there are a lot of other people he wants to bring back he brought back yep. uh anderson and gallows i mean he's i mean he he's doing what fans wanted you know fans want these people and, I wouldn't be
1: surprised if Cardona is on that list.
5: Yeah, he, you know, fans wanted these people, and Vince is Vince was so damn hard headed. Um. And took things so personal that uh, he didn't he didn't want to have nothing to do with some of these people. Triple H is all business he's all business right and
1: actually since uh since he took over from vince uh now granted this may not be a significant number but in terms of where they were with uh with vince it's it's a pretty significant uh increase their stock price has gone up nearly 25 dollars Per share, yeah. Since Vince that's was with the, since Vince had been with the company, because they're, they're now sitting at seventy eight. They're now sitting at seventy eight dollars and seventy two cents per share. On the you stock jumped, market, you jump, so. you
5: jump, twenty five bucks on shares. That's big. That ain't. That's not anything to laugh at. That's big. <laughs> yeah,
1: and their lowest. Their lowest. Price over the last
5: year was
1: forty six dollars and ninety one cents that was their lowest price and they've come close to well they're about
5: fourteen dollars away from doubling that
3: price but uh yeah. and 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 the
5: thing is if if you're looking at females he still got he still got Sasha Banks. He's got yeah. her under contract. She's just busy doing other things right now. She will be Naomi back. Naomi too. Sasha will be back. Yeah, Naomi too. Naomi yeah, is right. still under contract as so well. So they they will be back.
1: Yeah, and from my understanding, too, I've, uh, I've read that uh, the, one of the other changes that he's making is Hell in a Cell will no longer be a pay-per-view. It'll be going back to the way it used to be, where long-standing feuds would be settled in Hell in a Cell. So we don't have every year we have a guaranteed Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. We won't be doing that anymore. Uh, Right, of course. As 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 has been as has been reported, they're bringing in war games for Survivor Series. So, uh, that's you know uh, that's a a, a different thing that we haven't had a war games on an actual top league. uh, Like not 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 talking about NXT. But like a top league war games since WCW, yeah, all
2: the way back. Oh, the old and, rival of WWE.
3: Yeah,
5: and they're bringing that. Yeah, back those, for, those were the those were the good old days. <laughs> man. And they're
0: bringing
1: that back here.
5: for. A, oh. They're bringing that back for a Survivor Series. But, yeah, those were the good old days. Those were the days when there was competition,
3: and it was fun to
5: watch because you had two companies competing with each other.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I always thought that was kind of like second class.
3: Yeah.
1: Also, uh, Money in the Bank is being uh, plans are to scrap that as a pay-per-view and bring it back to where they would have a money-in-the-bank match at every Wrestlemania
3: like it was in the beginning.
5: Now, I would be okay with that. That's fine. That's fine. I would be too because
1: every single year we would always look forward to a, a ladder match every Wrestlemania for Money in the Bank, and that's where normally, you know, WrestleMania is where you do all the big spots
0: where you well, do all that,
5: of the unforgettable moments. Steve, Steve, to be honest, as far as booking, that's a spot where you can book ten people in one right. match and have them work that night, where normally they probably wouldn't have a match on the card. Right. Yeah,
3: per-
1: absolutely. You know, I don't know why Vince decided to ever make it a pay-per-view, but it never you know, it never really and and they can do two they can still do two money in the bank ladder matches. They could have a men's and a women's still. Right. So I mean, it would it would definitely take away from I mean, hell! One of the you know one of the matches was uh, Pat McAfee this year versus Austin Theory. That just seemed really <laughs> random. Or you know Baron Corbin against uh, against Madcap Moss. You know oh, wow. it just. <laughs> it just really seemed like the last couple of years we've had matches get absolutely thrown together for no reason whatsoever, just to put a match out there. Yeah. So, and especially with them having two nights of WrestleMania now, they could easily do one, one money in the bank ladder match one night, the other money in the bank match them
5: the next night. So do you think, do you think, do you think he's going to eventually bring it back down to where there's just one night of WrestleMania? No. No. Because Never. they're
1: still making money. They're still making money big time with uh with two nights of WrestleMania. Okay. And I don't think there'll be I don't think there'll be uh it'll be brought back down to one night. And plus when you think about it, uh having two nights will mean that more wrestlers will have the opportunity to get a WrestleMania payday. Right.
0: Because okay. that,
1: that means that they'll have to use more, uh, more people, especially with them bringing back more people. You know, yeah. they're going to have right. to get used somehow. So I think that, that, you know, that's one of the changes that I kind of like was the fact that okay. we had two that we had two nights of WrestleMania. But at the same time, you know, I don't wanna see something like Johnny Knoxville against Sami Zayn.
5: Or I will say I will say this about that match. It was stupid but it was entertaining.
1: <laughs> it was entertaining, yes. But at it the same time, you know at the same time, though, you know, there there, there are wrestlers like uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, for example, or Finn Balor. Both of them were left off of WrestleMania this year. Or no, Shinsuke was on, was on WrestleMania. Uh, Finn Balor was the U.S. champion at the time. And he was left off of WrestleMania so that Johnny Knoxville could have a match against Sami Zayn. And he was the United States champion. You know it's, well, it's Finn even said Finn even said himself i don't know why i don't know why i i had why i had to work n x t instead of uh you know even though i'm a champion and yet i was left off of WrestleMania.
5: well that was and that hell, was vince that was vince booking
1: and hell they even had uh the intercontinental, the intercontinental champion wasn't even booked
5: who actually
1: let me look I don't know who was Intercontinental Champ at the time. Um Let's see. Elimination Chamber. Who was the Intercontinental Champion?
3: That was
5: Was it Seamus?
1: No, it wasn't Seamus. Uh crap. It doesn't even you know. There wasn't even an Intercontinental championship match at the Elimination Chamber. Let's see, what about the Royal Rumble? Royal Rumble. There wasn't even one at the Royal Rumble. Okay. <laughs>
0: well, Jesus okay.
1: Christ. Let me let me look the, let me look this up real quick. Intercontinental Championship. Right now it's Gunther, which, by the way, I think is, I think is a pretty good move by, by uh, Triple H to put it on Gunther, because he has been fantastic. Uh, let's see. The Intercontinental Champion at the time was Ricochet. So you mean to tell me that you leave both Ricochet and Finn Balor? Who are your respective mid-card champions at the time? And and, and yeah, I mean, yeah, you could have had you could have had Gunther face Ricochet on one of the nights of WrestleMania because Gunther ultimately ended up taking it from Ricochet, anyways. Uh, well, but
5: you yep, leave, you yep. know,
1: WrestleMania is supposed to be all about the ba- every
5: title should be on the line. Just, just to be honest with you, with both of those people and how they were being booked, I could see it because they were basically being booked as nobody. Yeah, but that has to, you know, that's all Vince, though. I
1: mean, take a look at take a look at what. At, at Finn Balor now. You know, with him being I know, the leader that's what of the I'm Judgment Day. Is at,
5: at that time, what I'm saying is at that time I can understand them not being booked because I'm pretty sure that Vince looked at both of them like they weren't they weren't worth booking. Right. Ooh, looks like we had a
1: fight between Michigan and Michigan State players in and the, the uh, in the tunnel. Well, yeah, no. it was it was in the tunnel. It was about thirty five minutes ago. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing video of it now. Apparently, there well, was a, a fight between Michigan State and Michigan.
5: What they really do, we do hate each other. What? What's the score on that game? Because I started to pick Michigan, giving up all those damn points. Uh, was it, it, was it was
1: twenty nine. It was twenty nine to seven, Michigan.
5: Oh, that's close. That's close. I think the yeah, spread that was twenty four.
1: Yeah, that remind that reminds me. I got to update that when we get off the air here. I got to update the uh, yeah. other finals. I started.
5: Well, I, I started to pick. I started to pick Michigan because I felt like they were going to be pissed off about how Michigan State embarrassed them last season. Exactly. Yeah. This was for revenge. You know,
1: I, I was about to pick them, too, but then I thought, I'm like, wait a minute, every single time I pick a team that I normally don't pick, they always end. the other team always ends up covering. So why the hell am I going to make right. that type of pick? And, you know, I made the, I kind of made that pick with uh, Ohio State. I was like, you know, normally I always make that, you know, I always used to always pick Ohio State every week uh, last year. And then this year I've been kind of on and off with them. Now this week I finally pick Ohio State again and they end up not covering. So
0: <laughs> it's almost like –
5: Yeah, I thought I, I thought can't about win. I can't win with them. I thought about picking Penn State this week, but I just decided mm-hmm. to lay off of this game. Just don't even play it.
2: Right. Yeah, I got I got a bad feeling about that too. I mean, Penn State looked good for a while, but in the end, Ohio State, you know, just uh, took care of what they didn't take care of. I was hoping for an upset, but but in reality, it wasn't going to be a happy day in Happy Valley. you know, boy. Okay. Bad, bad, bad. My girlfriend hated the joke. I think everybody from my show hates no, the joke. Uh, we do. We do have. Jim, yeah, you up, want to come uh, on my coming. show sometime? Do what now? You want to come on my show sometime? Uh, Steve has been there.
5: Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, Steve. Steve. Steve can give me the information and I'll do that. Yeah, I'll give I'll give
1: I'll give uh I'll give Jim the in, the information off air. Uh but uh Jim it, it usually it takes place before before our show, a little uh a little bit before a couple of hours before uh before this show. Okay. So,
0: um
1: All right, that's fine.
2: It's and remember I but remember I go by East Coast Time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'll,
1: I'll, I'll let okay. Jim know. I'll give him I'll give him okay. the information. Thanks. Okay. But uh we yeah, do I'll, we do have
5: uh I'm sorry, go ahead, Jim. No, I was just I was just gonna say I will do that. I will I will come on your podcast.
2: Thank you, Jim. So we got uh, rumble yeah, it's uh, uh, rumble in the tunnel. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, it's been it's been a pre- it is actually it's a pretty good discussion, Jim. I've been on I've been calling in uh, for about the past uh, month or so, and uh, it is a pre- it is a pretty uh, a pretty wide discussion. Uh, cover they cover a whole bunch of topics on there. Yeah, but uh, we do have coming up here. Uh, this will be very interesting to see. Uh, Jake Paul and Anderson Silva uh, <laughs> are fighting right now, Jim. Or they're about to start uh, in the next five minutes or so, I think. And I oh, hope to so. God
5: Anderson Silva knocks him out.
1: Please. Yeah, Please, see, Anderson, that. That's,
5: th- that's the thing with me. I mean, the, these Paul brothers, these Paul brothers, They go around challenging people, wanting to fight people that are not really boxers. They're not really fighters. So they're challenging people that don't have experience at this. And I hope Anderson Silva kicks the
0: shit out of
5: him. Silva did beat a former
1: champion, actually. Uh, What's his name? Uh... Uh, who I think it was uh Cesar Chavez Jr
0: I think mm-hmm.
1: that he ended up uh he ended up beating in uh, in boxing about maybe a year ago I think Yeah about a year or, yeah a year ago Julio Cesar Chavez Jr uh he ended up winning by split decision against but uh you know Silva I'll put it this way I give more credit to Silva because he actually fought a legitimate boxer, while Jake Paul has still ducked uh, legitimate boxers yeah. throughout his early career so far. And I mean, last last fight, uh, Anderson Silva put Tito Ortiz to sleep, so there was yeah. <laughs> um, I hope to God, I hope to God, please if there if there is a boxing god out there, please let Jake Paul go to sleep tonight,
0: just please,
3: yeah, I please.
1: would love to see it oh. Ugh. I would absolutely love it so that we can we can finally put this fraud to rest
3: instead of uh for
2: a bigger fraud jake Paul or Johnny Knoxville <laughs>
0: And probably Jake Paul yeah.
2: in the show. Pro-
5: probably Jake Paul because Johnny Knoxville understands that people know what he is.
0: Yeah. I, I mean th- this is a dude who almost got ass. knocked
5: out by
1: Tyrone Woodley. This is a guy who almost got knocked out by Tyrone Woodley in his in his fourth boxing fight.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I mean so far he's he's faced a YouTuber a washed-up NBA player in Nate Robinson who looked like he was drunk the entire fight, Uh, Ben Askren, Ben Askren who has pillows for hands, and he was never a striker in MMA, and he's fought Tyrone Woodley his last two fights, uh, winning by a bullshit split decision, even though I thought I had Tyrone Woodley uh, barely edging him, uh, five to three on on the scorecard, and then he knocked out Tyrone Woodley in the rematch uh, last but before year. Before we
2: get cut off, guys, I'll just say good night, boys. I'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. All
1: right. Well, thank you, uh, thank you to everybody uh, for joining me tonight. Uh, a reminder: if you're a Survivor fan, the Survivor Forty Three Recap podcast uh, Thursday night. We got a lot that we're probably going to have to cover uh, this week with everything that's going that's going to be going on. Uh, thank you to Lou, to Jim, to Alex, and to Kyle for joining me. Uh, we will see you guys next Saturday night for another edition of Sports Whispers Weekly. And if you haven't done so yet, you can find us on blogtalkradiocom slash a e. Go to iTunes. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Subscribe, and you'll get access to everything that we have done Uh, and the podcast coming up as well. Everybody have a good rest of your weekend, and we will see you guys next Saturday night.